0: by the New World Order.
1: As far back as I can remember,
2: I always wanted to be a gangster.
3: What up? I'm Leo. That's Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. The heel that seals the deal. of villain's chill The anti-hero. The IWC. Your boy. The Lucci, Mr. Radar. And making his return yeah. and his debut for yeah. the Luchy's 2019. He is the king of hamburger meat. He is the voice of the Mark organization. But, he is the artist formerly known as the spoiler specialist. And he is the executioner of excuses.
1: Your boy from Suplex City, bitch. Yo, 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 yo. Let me speak on this. What's good? Happy you yeah. do everybody. Oh, yeah, Christmas. baby. Yeah. Yeah. You bring
3: up. No, sorry. Finally, he hit it on cue. Well, this is the Luchis, people. This I is had, the Luchis. I had to hold my breath.
2: I thought he was going to fuck it up.
3: Okay, you can bring it down, Leo. <laughs>
2: Damn, all <the> way down. <laughs> I was bringing what? it down. No, I know, but it. you could have just. No, you, know, you cut it. I was bringing it down.
3: How did I cut it if okay, it's not then,
2: even. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. Okay, all,
3: Already?
1: And Y'all get on me. You played yourself.
2: Luchis, baby, 2019. <laughs> right I told with this guy to bring it down, here. and he just completely just cut it. <laughs> That's how we roll here. <laughs> what up to Jamie Salmons. He's saying that is soft s a w f t soft. Uh, what up to Kenneth Dinkins? Uh, Gabrielle Padro is here with us, and Jessica Hoffman. She was the first one on the stream. What's up, everybody? Share Luigi's 2019. What's up, Mario? What's up, man? Look who's back! I-, I couldn't believe it. Like I walked into the studio, and he was here.
1: I'm here, I'm here, live and like, in the living color. I
2: thought I was looking at my screen. I was like, oh my god, this 4K is all no. With
3: the with the choppy Skype, <laughs> you couldn't even hear him. With the hey. I got reconnecting man everybody's
1: playing on the wi-fi
3: well you need to get with Bree and then tell your kids yeah. like listen for the next two hours get off what the wi- wi- get, get off like the, the. wi-fi
1: that's what's gonna happen for use your one. personal
3: hotspot make it work and then it's
1: oh, funny because and then listen dude, i didn't even think about that for that's them funny.
3: not for you <laughs> <laughs> then they're gonna tell you they're gonna be like oh um be like dad what are you doing or whatever and then you tell them, like, hey i gotta do the podcast right now we're like okay that's fine we'll play video games and then you're gonna hit them with this
0: Congratulations. Because
3: <laughs> they're not going to play video games because there's uh, not going to be no Wi Fi for there them. There you go. Yeah,
2: man. You, you better come. get used to that single player mode. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> what up to Chris Brown?
2: He's saying, Glad to see the full crew in the house. Uh, and Justin Barr, he's saying, What's up to us? Uh, guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Gabby is laughing.
3: Okay. There so, <laughs> we're back. I hope yeah. everybody had a good holiday. And this we're is coming from me, holiday. which I'm the biggest Grinch out of the three here. You know, when you're getting old, when you get steak.
2: For Christmas, I got Omaha steaks for Christmas. That's, that's great. A, that's a great, that's gift, great. Man. Yeah, but I got the starter pack. I didn't get the good steak. Did they, <laughs> did they use the Jericho promo?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, she didn't. God
3: damn it. Well, no. Okay. All right. So, this is the 2019 Luchis. All right. Yeah. This is our third annual Luchis. Third. Sam's making his debut. Yeah. Production value's up. Okay, so how the Luchis work is not no. your regular ding, ding. average award show. It's not... Da-da-da. No, that's not how we do it. Okay. Okay. So how we do this award show is we break down the top 10 yes. of each category.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Now, for those that have tuned into the Luchis the previous years. We had a lot of categories. Now we just cut it down to seven. Because let's be honest here. Yeah, we did. We got a lot of talk. The other yeah, one was like 13. here all day. Talk yeah, exactly. About. And, you know, we got lives. Yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, Adelcio Santiago, he's saying, what's up,
2: gentlemen? It's been a while. He hasn't seen us. You know what? You got to make sure that you follow us. But also like the page. If you don't follow the page, then you won't get the notifications when we go live. And Mr. Christopher Brown, by the way, Leo, I'll be going to the first row at the end of February. That's good. it'll be a good roll. Let's Just hope, they, they, Fingers uh, crossed. Uh, let's hope they don't phone it in like the last eight years.
3: So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna start off with a bang. We're bang. not gonna we're not gonna cut any punches here. We're gonna bang, start bang. with male wrestler of the year. Shouldn't we have like a like a
2: like a I don't know, like a little song?
3: Male Wrestler of the Year.
2: <laughs> Bro, what the hell?
3: I mean, I feel like now, since now we have have to do it for the rest of the show. Oh no! Oh, leave it to Leo. All right. Uh, That's why we don't rehearse this,
2: Uh, Sam, my friend, I know him. Connor, Connor Kent is saying, "What's up? Uh, I got a Father's Day kind of gift: sweaters and some jeans. There you go. See, let us know what you guys got for Christmas."
3: Bien. Go ahead. (laughs) Male Wrestler of the Year. Okay, we're gonna start with male. Can you stop with the okay, music? Sorry. <laughs> was that the same song? That was
2: the same song.
3: Okay, cut Sounds the music. Cool is that? Right.
2: Is that from your personal collection? Yeah. That's, that's the one I use for when I'm, when I'm doing my gamer thing. That's some
1: Kenny G right there. He really is the old man. I, I got this one, too. Good. Come on, Male Wrestler of the Year.
3: Let's where, where is this show going? All right, all right. All right. Let's, get, let's, let's, go, let's get to it. Because we're going to do a lot of laughing here, too. All right? So, Male Wrestler of the Year. We're going to start with number 10. Yes. A lot of people were very questioning the superstar mm-hmm. based on his title run. I think he had an amazing title run. Yes. And there's no doubt about it, the year he has from starting in 20, uh, 2019, He had an amazing year. He had a rise that nobody expected, but everybody wanted, and they were glued in. So we got number 10. Number 10, Kofi Kingston. I think there's no No. arguing here. He has to make our top 10 list, and I think at number 10, you know, compared to some of the other wrestlers (laughs) that we're going to talk about, the dude had an incredible year, and I'm super happy for him. It was an 11-year long run, and for him to finally get his moment at WrestleMania, probably the moment of the year, it's just truly an amazing story.
1: Yeah, I think it all started with that gauntlet match he had on that SmackDown. Mm-hmm. W- wasn't um, he covering for somebody? Yeah, like, yes, Mustafa Ali. Ali. Yeah. Ali got hurt. He steps in and just tears the house down. Um, started, you know, with uh, like a like a fan swell, a, a ground swell, if you yeah. will. You know what I mean? And, and it just took off from there. A little disappointing as to how his uh, title reign ended mm-hmm. because Ugh. he held that title with, with class and he did his damn thing. He put on great matches on free TV week in and week out. And he definitely deserves a spot on the list this year. So shout out to Kofi Kingston.
3: Who would ever thought mm-hmm. that Kofi Kingston compared to the last two years that Leo and I have been doing the Luchis that he, Kofi Kingston, because he's, you know, he's a he's a veteran, mm-hmm. that he would make the list.
1: Yeah, he was kind of in that mid-card Oh, he, he had MedCard written all over yeah. him. He was like, okay, you get your
2: shot at the Rumble to make a, a crazy save or a crazy non-elimination.
1: Right. And that's it. That was, that was your whole year. Right, right. And um, I'm just happy for him because yeah. I, I got to meet him and the New Day this year at a meet and greet at I Play America. And I will say those three guys are some of the nicest people that I've met in the wrestling business today. Yeah. To this day uh, we,
2: we got people here Telling us what they got For Christmas uh, And also Christopher Brown Saying given that It's the first row In Winnipeg I don't think They'll be phoning it in I don't know Let's hope so uh, Justin Barr is saying That the 12 gauge shotgun Is what he got for Christmas That's a good gift right Hey Hey take that And uh, nice hey. <laughs> There you go and Jamie Simons with that music. Where's Lars Sullivan? We're not even going to touch that. We're not going to get. Can you <laughs>
3: relax, guys?
2: Relax. We're going to get to all of that. Okay. <laughs> but we got male wrestler of the year, number 10, Kofi Kingston.
3: Number nine, I've been in the number 9 I'm a what? big fan of this guy. And since he got to this company that I'm going to talk about, he put the company on his back mm-hmm. when other companies didn't want him, and he made a superstar out of himself. He's been waving the flag for this company, and finally he got this moment years this year, not including all the great matches he put on. Yeah, He's a great performer all around and a great heel, and okay. that's Impact World Champion Sammy Callahan.
1: Absolutely. Sammy Callahan, <clears throat> just like Mario just said, put that company on his back. I think that they've done this, that that company has done a great job in rejuvenating the brand and i don't think it happens without sammy callahan i mean this guy knows how to push the envelope uh to the max uh he knows how to get you emotionally invested in a storyline he knows how to be a nasty disgusting heel when it's time to be a nasty disgusting heel um and i love the ove stable you know, so I think, you know, this year has definitely been a great year for uh, Sammy Callahan. And again, another really nice guy in real life. We got to see him at, a, what was that, House of Hardcore?
3: House of Hardcore, really good dude. I've had encounters with him in the past, and dude is just, he's a top-notch guy yeah. all around. You know, a lot of people give him flack for maybe not understanding his gimmick or even saying that he's disgusting or he takes himself too seriously. Man, listen, this guy's the real deal, in my, in my opinion, and he's come a long way.
2: But I think, okay... You have to take yourself serious with your character, right? Like he's basically keeping Kay Fabe alive. Yes. In the day and age where it's very hard for you to keep Kay Fabe absolutely. alive, absolutely. So you know what? Keep doing it. And and you know what? Last year, I don't think he was on the list. No, he wasn't on the list last year. So
3: there you go. You're moving on up. Okay, coming at number eight. Numero ocho. This is a guy that is making his list debut. Also, um, he's always been. A top-notch performer. Some people say that that's their favorite wrestler. Even before he got to the WWE, he was considered one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he had a, an incident that was career-ending but then made the ultimate comeback. And there's no
2: that
3: is. doubt about it that in 2019, he had such an amazing re- uh, year as a face and as a heel in the beginning of the year. And that's Daniel Bryan. And if it wasn't for Daniel Bryan, we wouldn't have gotten
1: that Kofi Kingston run. Yeah, Daniel Bryan is personally one of my favorite wrestlers of all time And I'm Mm -hmm. really glad that he's come back from his injury And I love the Planet Champion gimmick Um, I love what he's doing now You know, totally reinventing himself two times in one year And consistently putting on great matches And he has come light years from where he was when he first joined the company This guy is awesome on the microphone And undoubtedly one of the best to ever do it in the ring
2: now, with Daniel Bryan, again, what Mario said, you had him not even on any list, basically, in the last couple of years. Yeah, because uh, the first he year we
3: did the Luchis, he was still retired. Mm-hmm. Last year, he was just coming back, and he didn't really have any meaningful feuds, right? But this year, like, listen, let's talk about the people he's made this year. He's made Kofi Kingston, he's made Mustafa Ali, he's made Buddy Murphy. He's, um, the list just goes on and on. Look at what he did for Eric Rowan, he rejuvenated yeah. him. So he knows how to make people. And just going into 2020 with this feud with Bray Wyatt, like at the Royal Rumble, we're going to get a rematch from another Royal Rumble previous a couple years ago. We're going to get the Fiend versus the Dragon.
2: And, yeah. it, and, and it I'm not fresh. upset about it.
3: Yeah, I'm not upset about it either. Yeah. yeah,
2: Well, that's the thing. It feels fresh because how many times can we see, you know, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Randy Orton? Like we've seen that already.
3: What I like about it, too, is with with the haircut with Daniel Bryan and. We mentioned this on previous episodes. Like, are we gonna get the dragon? And I was very for getting the dragon. He's even re- he's even wrestling a little bit more in an aggressive style. You know, it's right, kind of yeah. it's kind of like a um, like a hybrid of when he was a heel, and then you know the yes movement thing. Right, right, exactly.
2: And and that has a lot to do with it, the way that they do their their style, uh, mm-hmm. because you have to wrestle differently as a heel and as a face. Like Absolutely. you you can't just do the same things over and over again. Now, what well, you said again, with the fiend and the dragon, it's good because you're having both of them not be the same. Just open the door, let him go. Bye, Duke.
3: Go, Dali. Number. what's the next number? Well, I can't go get, get go. You the next number if I can't open, you know. Go, go, go. go. It's uh, oh, uh, it's a uh shit. He just ru- he just ruined the show, people. He just ruined
1: the show. Duke the dumpster dr- doggy. On,
3: I, I, I honestly think you're making it worse, to be honest with you. Well, sorry for that interruption, folks. <laughs> it's okay, Duke. It's okay. Yeah, just... All right. All right. Coming in at number seven. You okay there, Leo? Go, just Keep going. All right. <laughs> Coming in at number seven. Um, there's no doubt about it that this guy right here that I'm about to mention, anybody that questioned him as a wrestler, whether... Ah, he wrestles like a weak style. Oh, he doesn't wrestle aggressive enough. Oh, I don't take him too seriously. He's just a promo. He, this year, all those naysayers, you guys can't say nothing about this guy. He wrestles like a wrestler. He Who? is a man's wrestler right here. Who? He probably had one of the matches of the year this year, maybe even two. And he's a his own VP of his own company, and that's Cody Rhodes. He mm-hmm. went from being a lower mid card in the WWE to being a top guy. That guy. And owning his own company. There's no doubt about it why Cody Rhodes shouldn't be on this list. And he now, comes at number seven. Now, wouldn't you put him a little bit higher? Can you shut the fuck up and okay. let this list continue? All right. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Good question.
1: What I'll say about Cody is, um, like you said, that match with Dustin, probably one of the best matches of the year. Um, he made Darby Allen, um One of the best promos of the year. Uh, man, I this consistently the, pl- the plumber son yeah just consistently coming out with greatness and i'm really excited to see what 2020 brings because aw just started a couple months ago and you think about it so we're gonna have a first full year to see what cody and you know the rest of his crew can bring to the fans like us
2: now do, do you guys think again i'm gonna ask the question again
1: couldn't he be a little bit higher since he has
2: done so much for the wrestling world because a lot of people will put him either one, two, or three.
3: That's why you got to wait until the rest of the list to see if you feel that way. All right, dale. Okay, coming to number six. This guy over the years has always been considered, in many views, like, Yo, this guy's the wrestler of the year. He's incredible. And surprising, I think he's just making our, his debut this year. Um, he had an incredible year. He started off the year as a never-open-weight champion. He then ended up winning the Intercontinental Championship in New Japan. Ended up winning the G1, people. Put an amazing mm-hmm. performance. And that's Kota Ibushi. And now he's going to go in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom uh, night one against Okada. Ibushi's uh, a star. He stayed in New Japan. He didn't follow his partner in crime, Kenny Omega, to All Elite Wrestling. And now he's you know the, the, one of the main, many main faces in New Japan.
1: Yeah, he's definitely shining right now. Uh, almost one would say taking Kenny's spot and filling it in very, very well. You know what I mean? Because there was that um, that that hole that Kenny left when he did go to AEW, mm-hmm. and Ibushi has definitely filled that in perfectly, and he's been consistent, nonstop, putting on great matches, time in and time out. Not only this year, but for his whole career. So he definitely deserves a spot on the list.
2: And you want to make sure that that you have those guys step up because what happens is you don't want to run into uh what a TNA or an impact would do when you had all these top guys leave. It was kind of hard for anybody to step up and be that main person. You've started to see that lately. Uh, but it's good that in New Japan you were able to find somebody so quickly. So Yeah, and,
3: and and when we talk about like New Japan and and Ring of Honor when the elite left the, you know, the companies, both companies, you know, New Japan they stayed in their lane. They, they've they succeeded. We yeah. can't say the same thing about Ring of Honor, but you know you have stars like Akota Bushi that, that decided to stay in New Japan. So um, yeah, Okoto definitely on our list. I'm in number five. It dropped down a couple spots, but he still ended up making our top uh, ten list compared to uh, the previous years. That's Johnny Gargano. The dude never Johnny has wrestling. a bad match. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny yeah. Five Star, <laughs> uh, yeah. Johnny Takeover, whatever moniker you want to call him i'm glad that he's staying in nxt and going into 2020 now that he's making his return and we're going to see uh, uh the continuation of the feud with Finn balor he's going to have a great 2020 So, it, it i'm very curious to see where we see johnny gargano in 2020 but he had an incredible 2019
1: also yeah absolutely he was adam cole's dancing partner for a good part of the year they put on some great matches Uh, many
3: people say that's feud of the year you know
1: yeah yeah and uh another just really nice person if you ever get to you know the opportunity to meet him at a show he's always at the evolve shows uh for the most part doing a meet and greet um very nice and just a top-notch performer
2: and you need that too again uh with nxc being that third brand now because you can't you can't call it developmental anymore
3: Right. I, think, I think with Johnny Gargano, he kind of gives me the... And this has nothing to do with their their personal relationship, but he kind of reminds me a lot of Shawn Michaels where Johnny Gargano could lose a match and he loses nothing out of it.
1: Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, He
3: knows how to lose well. <laughs>
2: yeah, you don't lose momentum or anything like that.
3: No. Uh, number four. Coming to number four, he's actually staying in the same spot from last year, and that's the IWGP world champion. That's Okada. The dude is another guy, just like Johnny Gargano, that does not have have a bad match he had so many moments this year and one of them was actually in new york city where we saw him uh regain that iwgp heavyweight championship against jay white and dude's incredible man and uh you know he's gonna make our list you know some people could put him at number one for this year but we put him at number four
1: yeah that match against jay white was one of my favorites of the year personally just because we were there and uh you know the roof exploded off the garden when uh you know he finally got the the title back um I mean, until this guy retires, he's probably going to be on a top 10 list for, you know, male wrestler of the year. So, you know, just get used to hearing that guy's name. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of people are, are talking about, like, you know, uh, who's, uh, like, the wrestler of the decade. A lot of people mm. have said this guy's the wrestler of the decade, you know?
1: Yeah. He's absolutely. just that good. Yeah. His matches with Kenny Omega from- uh, to Hiroshi
3: mm-hmm. Tanahashi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: man. Absolutely. <laughs> okay.
3: For coming in number three.
1: Number three. I'm gonna do something different
3: here, and okay. I'm just not gonna say anything, and I'm gonna let you guys hear this.
0: But I am the best in the world at what I do. I prove it, I claim it, I am it every single night. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly.
3: There's no doubt about it that mm. Chris Jericho was gonna make it somewhere between like one, three, four, whatever. And coming in number three, Chris Jericho. The dude just reinvents himself every single time, and he truly is the best in the world, and nobody can knock him for it. Yeah. This guy change, makes a negative into a positive. He loses the bell. He ends up doing this whole gimmick with the champagne. It's, it, this guy's just a—he's—he's he's a mastermind, and he's so good, and he's still killing it to this day. He's like what Hogan was for WCW. Now he's what Hogan was for WCW. Dude, now, yeah, you know he—he's yeah.
1: he's the goat. He's yeah. a goat. Yeah, he could be on anybody's greatest of all time list, Mount and Rushmore. I, yeah, and I won't argue at all. Uh, one of the top wrestlers of our generation, not just a decade, because this guy goes back to the 1990s. I believe he started in I think 89. Um, this this has been one of the greatest years for Jericho's career in a, in a long time since probably 2008 when he was in the suit doing the yeah. the. the, the the thing with Shawn Michaels, the, the few with Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, 2019, has been absolutely amazing. Still absolutely performing amazing. at a top
3: mm-hmm. level. That DDP yoga is kicking in.
1: AEW
3: <laughs> and also New Japan. Yeah. He started off the year as IWGP Intercontinental Champion. And and he's a- been all over. Ended up becoming the AEW World Champion. Now he's going to go into Wrestle Kingdom challenging Tanahashi at mm-hmm. night two. And he also said that if Tanahashi somehow beats the guy beats Jericho, he's going to give him a title shot. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, that just kind of ruined it, you know, because there's no way we're going to see Tanahashi in AEW. The thing is about Jericho's promos, you got to listen carefully to what he said. He said mm-hmm. he'll grant him a title shot. Yeah. That doesn't mean that. That doesn't mean that's going to be an AEW event. He could defend the title at a New Japan show. Yeah. We don't know. And it
2: could be a one-off. It could be them working together. Like, and this is baby
3: steps to finally yeah. get this relationship going. This is just baby steps, people. Let's be patient here.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm reading a little bit too much into it, but we did report that um, New Japan is not going to do any TV deals in 2020.
3: Yeah, the the access uh, relationship is done. That's part of Anthem and Impact. You know, that definitely played a part mm-hmm. to it. So, uh, we got to wait and see. So, Let's now th- New Japan has to find
2: a way to still be relevant in the market. We got uh, to wait and see. He knows how to change with the times. Kenneth Dinkins is saying about uh, Le Champion. Uh, Jessica Hoffman is also talking about the Champion. And uh, Kenneth Dinkins also say he's the GOAT. To a lot of people, he is. Yes. Yeah. And,
3: yeah, he's been there a long time. Uh, Jericho, number three. Who's you got for number two? One and two was really, really tough for me. And... Uh, You know, me and Sam were like kind of going back and forth with this because, you know, for these two guys, you could argue for either one being the rest of the year, but one just kind of like by like an inch kind of by a match. Yeah. Maybe, maybe by a match. Honestly, it's kind of hard to, you know, call, but, you know, for for many people that are watching the show or listening to us on, on, you know, the podcast version or whatever, you know, either one or you could switch either one, but, you know, for number two, we ended up going Will Ospreay. The dude is... Ospreay. Will Ospreay, to me, is having a year like Kenny Omega did in the year before and -hmm. in 2017. He's having a Kenny Omega 2017-2018 year. Okay. Having incredible matches. Mm -hmm. Work rate's phenomenal. Yeah, can't be mad at that. As a junior weight and as a heavyweight. Also, you could throw him in the tag division, too. He started off the year defeating uh, Kota Ibushi for the Never Openweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Ended up being in the New Japan Cup, the G1 Climax, uh, capturing the, the, the you know, he ended up winning the Best of the Super Juniors, where he ended up uh, fighting uh, Dragon Lee at Dominion in an incredible match mm-hmm. to capture the Junior Heavyweight Championship. Will Osprey, you know, he could be number one, too, but we made him number two, and
1: dude having a just a, a great year. And you got to give him points for knowing how to capitalize on Seth Rollins' Twitter fingers. Yep. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give him points for that. Um, like Mario said, this guy's work rate has been phenomenal, and exactly what I was thinking came came out of Mario's mouth. He has had a very Kenny Omega esque uh, run this year, and I'm super proud of him. So maybe next year in 2020 we could see him at number one. Who knows? Yep. yep Let's yep, hope yep. so.
3: All right, guys. Number one coming in. Dolly. And number one. system. Who? Who? Adam Cole, dude. Uh-huh. There's you no You forgot the d- baby. Adam Cole, baby! I, All right. All
1: right.
3: <laughs> I mean, you could have just done it. Yeah, The shoe sh- oh. you
2: could've, you could've next, <laughs> next time, next time. <laughs> next time, next time. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It's our truth. Right. No, that's what somebody said on the comment. Okay. You gotta give him points, man. You R- could give him a mention. Come on. Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's been
1: staying relevant, right? Can we talk ahead, about Adam Cole? Adam Cole. Yeah. Adam, Cole, Adam, Cole. <laughs> Adam Cole.
3: Adam Cole, baby. Listen, before anybody goes like, you just gave it to him because he had a great November, the dude wow. had an incredible year, period. Tell him. Tell him.
1: Period. Tell him. Let's go back to WrestleMania weekend. NXT New York. Johnny dude. Gargano. Adam Cole.
3: Adam Cole was the favorite to win that match. That whole Brooklyn Mm -hmm. crowd wanted Adam Cole to win. And what's funny about Adam Cole being number one is last year, he came in number 10.
1: That's nuts. That's a big
3: jump. That's a big jump. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I I was going back and forth with Ospreay and Adam Cole. But I'm like, you know what? It's got to be Adam Cole. The incredible matches he's been having. He's been an incredible NXT world champion, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The His feud with Gargano Amazing And it was a, a feud That nobody expected Because the feud Was supposed to be champing Gargano Yeah And then Champa got hurt And Cole jumped in With no mm-hmm. problem Over delivered And not saying That he's a bad wrestler Yeah But he over delivered Because this was it was a feud That just happened like this Yeah Of course Yeah He's incredible Look at the November he had yeah. Having Probably a five star Television match With Daniel Bryan
1: Yeah that, Yes yeah.
3: Come on How yeah. can it not be Adam Cole
1: Yeah, absolutely. The Survivor Series weekend he had um, outshining everybody. Everybody. I don't want to hear anybody complaining or arguing. He outshined everybody on that NXT roster, the Raw roster, and the SmackDown roster. He was the wrestler of that weekend. Mm -hmm. You go back to NXT 25 in Connecticut, the match for Johnny Gargano. You go back to WrestleMania weekend. NXT uh, New York. Look, come and, on, man. Halftime Heat. He was half-time, part of Halftime Heat too. He, there's no argument here. He's the wrestler of the year, number one. And I'm excited for 2020 to see where where we go from here. You know,
2: it, and it's a damn shame you
3: have not one guy from the main roster in the top three. You and what's interesting too is a lot of six wrestlers that were in the list last year. Mm-hmm. Didn't even make the top 10. And some wrestlers that made the last two Lucci's top 10, yeah. they're not here. So honorable mentions, and some of them were on previous lists. Our so truth No. We got Bray Wyatt, okay. the Fiend. Nobody could doubt the year he had, he's no. had. Listen, we could criticize him for the way he acts on Twitter, but Seth Rollins, the dude, is a performer. Nobody could take that away from him. AJ Styles... He had a great year, but he couldn't just he couldn't crack that top ten. Kenny Omega, which is a guy that was our wrestler in the year mm-hmm. the year before, he didn't crack the crack uh, crack the the top ten either because it's he's a great performer, but let's be honest here, he's not as cool as he once was in New no. Japan. He, he's not getting booked right. Yeah, John Moxley. John Moxley has been having a great year. He couldn't crack that top ten, but I will say that. What he's having right now, post-WWE, mm-hmm. overshadows anything he did in the WWE.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
3: Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi, great performer, fucking legend. John Morrison, people forget his work in Impact Wrestling. He was world champion for majority of yeah. this year. Giant free agent. Had an incredible year. Jay White, another guy. Mm-hmm. People were kind of like, eh, with him, including myself. And he won me over last year.
2: Yeah, I remember and,
3: now he's an honorable mention. Roman Reigns, you got to praise WWE. The booking Roman Reigns, the booking for Roman Reigns this year has been incredible. They have protected this guy the right way, and I'm looking forward to what he does in 2020. And then a guy that nobody mentions, but to me, he is the real world's champion, and that's Nick Al- Nick Aldis. Yes, from NWA mm-hmm. the, It's a guy that people would question in TNA Like oh why he's getting the spot But he's made this NWA world title yeah. relevant Of course yeah. And he's doing an incredible job in NWA And I'm looking forward to what he does in uh, With
1: in with the NWA in 2020
3: yeah. Anything else you want to add to some of the stuff right now?
1: I'm trying to think If you missed anyone That stands out? No, I can't think of anybody can't think. Of it. I was gonna say Brian Cage, but his back was hurt. For yeah, I know. Years. And, and
3: he's an He's an incredible performer, and maybe he'll make an honorable mention, or maybe he'll make our list yeah. next year. Yeah, because he could make it. Yeah, yeah. You know, he has all the talent for it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So, think you guys everybody. you guys on the
2: chat and girls on the chat, uh, let us know what you guys think of that list. Again, these are the male wrestlers of the year that Mario came up with. Uh, Sam, and, we're, Sam, and Sam, you, you,
3: you, you kind of ruined it right there.
2: And so, let us know. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Kenneth Dinkins, is letting us know that he, uh, he would put him as an honorable mention. So, let us know who you would add to that list or who you would take away. Um, let us know in the comments
3: below. Mario... What do you have next? Uh, I believe that's tag team of 2019.
2: Tag team? I thought you had a little song for the tag team. That's why I kind of didn't you have the song? No. You had the song. I don't have no songs. That was your stupid idea to do songs. No, you had the Lucha Brothers one. (laughs) Wow. No.
3: This guy just ruined the (laughs) the whole (laughs) fucking segment.
0: You're fine. You're fine. Go. Congratulations, That's why you can't tell you me these things.
3: <laughs> sorry. Well, okay. Well, let's break down the top I'm ten. Just don't say anything if you're not sure about okay. nothing, bro. I'm going to walk away. Again. <sighs> sorry. Sorry. I don't even problems. know how to...
2: Congratulations.
0: Back. You <laughs> Here, I'll help you. With the
3: list. Just go with the list. <laughs> Coming into number ten. You're not going to put this on? Tie huh? <laughs> team of the year. I'm sorry. I'm so pissed off right now. Okay, coming in at number ten. Turn the fucking music off. Team of the year. Go. Roman Reigns number one is going. Antonio Rodriguez. Go. Coming in at number ten. SCU. Wow. I'm not. I don't even have energy for this. So you're gonna have to do the most of the talking for this one. But SCU. Um. AEW Tag Champs. Uh. You know. Either combination. Christopher Daniels. Uh, Scorpio Sky or Frankie Kazarian. You got two veterans there. You have a up and comer that's doing a great job. He's definitely benefiting off of these two. And they have a they've had a pretty good year in uh, 2019 and they're your first ever aew tag Champs.
1: yeah this is a tag team that I wasn't really sold on um, until they're they're running aew um, I, I don't know what it is a, about this trio but it wasn't working for me and they have proved me wrong you know with this aew run. Uh, I love Scorpio Sky, this guy can break out of this trio down the line and potentially be a main eventer, uh, possible AEW world champion in the future, and they are the first AEW tag team champs, and they've had an incredible year this year, they definitely deserve a, a spot on the list.
3: So hold on, I gotta shout out your wife, could she put spoiler alert? <laughs> Cause Leo fucked up. Can there's any way you could chop that on the podcast version? Yeah, yeah. Alright, good. <laughs> At least we, we could save ourselves with that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, um, alright. Man. Coming in number nine, I think this is a very underrated tag team. Um, they're the current impact wrestling tag champ uh tag champs. Incredible charisma for both guys. And that's Joshua Alexander and Ethan Page, the North. Um they slayed. LAX and Impact and they've been having a run with these tag titles um, putting on incredible matches with teams like the Rascals and uh, Rich Swan and uh, my boy Willie Mack. Incredible team. Um, and they're both incredible stars too and Ethan Page is oozing charisma, that guy. That guy could be a single star but he's doing his thing right now with the North um, with Joshua, Joshua Alexander and I'm excited to see what they do in uh, 2020.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I can't Add anything to that, man. They they definitely uh, very um, underrated tag team in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, underrated is, is is a great word. Yeah, definitely underrated. And excited to see what they uh, bring, you know, to us in twenty twenty.
3: Okay, number eight. Um, you know they work for a company that's not too popular nowadays, but um, they're still a great tag team. And if there's like any positives coming out of this company, it's got to be them. And that's the Briscoes. You know, the Briscoes. Uh. Them boys. I, be, I believe they're 10 times this year, 10 time Ring of Honor tag champs. Uh, I know Leo's a big fan of, of the Briscoes. Um, mm-hmm. They could be great single stars, but, you know, like I said, if there's anything positive about it to say Ring of Honor, it's definitely the Briscoes. They never disappoint. And, you know, they're loyal to the company. I don't think, I think they should explore their options going into 2020, but... uh I would love to see them like in NXT or or maybe AEW or or Impact because I feel like they would use the Briscoes to their full potential in those companies. Maybe not so much NXT, but uh, right. but um, you know the Briscoes, uh they coming in a break.
1: Yeah, they're the heart and soul of Ring of Honor. If they left, I I feel like that would be one of the fucking like nails in a coffin for the company. To be honest with you, um, anytime you're talking about a top tag team of the year list, they're gonna be on it because they they just put on incredible matches. They are wrestling with reckless abandon anytime they come out through that curtain, um, and you know they they've been consistent throughout the decade. I, I think um, as a tag team, so they definitely deserve a spot on the list this year.
2: Yeah, they do. Eleven time ROH uh, tag there team champion.
1: Go. All right,
3: uh, coming number seven, and I'm kind of just dis- um, kind of down on this, not because they came in number seven, but like because the future of this team is kind of in question now. But nobody could even question the incredible year they've had in 2019, and that's the new Hart Foundation, the, the trio of Teddy Hart, uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr., and Brian Pillman Jr. Um, We've seen them win the tag titles against the Lucha Brothers and uh, MLW out in Philly earlier this year, and mm-hmm. you know we saw them all over uh, WrestleMania weekend, and they've been doing their thing all year uh, round, and uh, unfortunately, due to uh, the departure of Teddy Hart, you know, it looks like now the heart foundation has kind of split and now Brian Pillman and Davey boy kind of like going their separate ways and, you know, doing singles careers. But as a tag team, as a whole, they, they've had an incredible year. In yeah.
1: 2019. Yeah, absolutely. They were one of my favorite teams. Um, and it's, it's a shame to see, you know, the guys going their separate ways and Teddy leaving MLW, um, I hope down the line, maybe they could get together in another company. Uh, That'd be cool. I'll be very into that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, When they were together, they were absolutely phenomenal and probably one of the most entertaining uh, attractions MLW had.
2: Now, a question for
3: you guys. Do they own the name?
1: Ooh, that's a good... The new
3: Heart Foundation. I think MLW might have the rights on the the Heart Foundation. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, there's ways of you could, like... You know, as long as yeah. they're, they're hearts, so there's a way you could, like, yeah. you know, like I remember, um, like before the heart dynasty was a thing in um, in WWE, right? Right. I think one of their original names was the heart trilogy before it became the heart dynasty. So they could play, oh, cool. they could play around okay. with the name, you know, right? Right. Like we know it's the heart foundation, we think could play around with the name, you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You keep the logo the same and mm-hmm. maybe mess with the words, and yeah, you got yourself money there.
3: Okay, coming to number six. Um, they they were an honorable mention last year, and they definitely made our list the the first annual Luchies. But they made the return this year, and you can't doubt the run they had this year too. Not only just one single star, ball all of them. Because I don't know how many time tag team champions they are th- this time around. But the New Day, the New Day has a, had yeah. a great had a great year this year. Um, they won the tag titles. They're currently the tag champions, Kofi and Big E. Uh, people were disappointed on how Kofi Kingston's uh, world title run ended, but, you know, they, one thing about WWE is they kind of pick and choose like, okay, we kind of did you dirty on this, so we're gonna kind of repay you in another way, and I think that that's what they did here with uh Biggie and uh, Kofi Kingston, especially with Xavier Woods um, getting hurt here, but um, you know, they had a good year, you know, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't you dare be sour. They made the list this year. Um, I think that another consistent tag team is the new day uh you could put them with you know the briscoes they've been together for what about seven years now the new day uh
2: 2015 what yeah. was that, four years four, four, years. Five, years? Yeah. four or
1: five years see they've been so consistent i thought they were around longer than they really were but awesome team xavier woods is hurt right now kofi and biggie are doing their thing when xavier comes back it's gonna be just like old times, and I don't see them splitting up down the line because WWE is putting that you know podcast with them out there. So. They're
3: a money grab too, and to yeah. be honest with you, uh, <laughs> the impact that the New Day has been when it was like uh, a thing that they they gave them some bullshit where they wanted it to be like you know gospel type bullshit or whatever. Yeah, and they ended up turning that around, and you know, and many could argue, but I wouldn't be one of those people that, to argue that, but I could consider them even tag team of the decade
1: yeah absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. consistent great 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 work great matches uh you know great promos they're funny as hell Mm -hmm. and if you guys haven't listened to their podcast do yourself a favor listen to the first two episodes Uh, at least listen to the second episode because they go down a list of all the names that wwe creative gave them before the new day And uh, it's pretty fucking funny, man. Just do yourself a favor and check it out.
2: Wrestling Observer gave them the best gimmick 2015. They were also Tag Team of the Year by Sports Illustrated, 15 and 16. And they are five-time SmackDown Tag Team Champions. And they're the current Tag Team Champions.
3: Coming in at number five... um... They, I think they jumped a couple spots compared to what they were previously. Um I'm a big fan of these dudes. They, they, they're they, a good old, old-school tag team. Um Very, very heavy. They're charismatic as hell. And they've been killing it all year round, both in the ring and in promos. And that's the gorilla of destiny, the Tonga, 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 Loa. Fucking love these dudes. I got to meet them at, at a Ring of Honor show earlier this year. Super, super cool. I got to hang out with them at the Bullet Club uh, block party for WrestleMania weekend, and they're just great dudes, great workers. Uh, you know, Tama doesn't bite his tongue for anything. He, he He's an absolute troll, but a good troll where he's entertaining and not annoying. Um, I love these dudes, and, you know, they're going into Wrestle Kingdom, you know, defending their tag straps, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to what they do in 2020.
1: Yeah, they're a great tag team. Shout out to Dream Match Wrestling. He's come out with some merch for them. Uh, if you're not following Tama on social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, do yourself a favor and give him a follow. He's funny as hell, just like Mario said. He's a funny troll. He's a troll in a good way. Um, it's been kind of hilarious, the little beef that him and Enzo More have been having uh, over social media. That's such a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, man, they, they've had a, a tremendous year as a tag team, and, um, man, they definitely deserve a spot on the list.
3: Okay. Coming in at number four, it might be a shock to some of you because I see you guys, you know, typing away on, on the Facebook chat. But coming in number four is...
2: The Young Bucks, they're not number one.
3: The reason why we made the Young Bucks number four and not number one is I love the Young Bucks. They're one of my favorite tag teams. But? Met them personally a bunch of times. But they haven't had a year like they had previous years. They were number one last year. They're not going to be number one this year, folks. They haven't wrestled as frequently, right? And while they did put some incredible matches this year but their run hasn't been that memorable compared to past years. So that's why they dropped down a couple spots, but there's nothing wrong with being number four, right, Sam?
1: That's right. Uh, I think they, they put a lot of work in behind the scenes to get AEW up and running and mm-hmm. off the ground, um, which, of course, took a toll on their in-ring, you know, not, I wouldn't say performance, because when they got in the ring, they tore it down. Amazing. But, you know, they didn't have their the in-ring time. in-ring presence. That's it. They didn't have the mm-hmm. time to really be on the road or in, in the ring as as often as, as they possibly could. And they did take a little bit of time off in the beginning of the year when they were free agents. And right? also,
3: you know, they, they deserve a break, too, because they yeah. were wrestling at
1: a high
3: caliber. Yeah, for with years. Their, exactly. So they deserve a break. And listen, just because they came in number four, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Right. They right. made our list because they were a memorable tag team. And for you know, not having a run from previous years still making and cracking in the top five. That says something there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They've had a great um last quarter, I would say, of twenty nineteen, which gives them the spot on the list this, this year.
2: Do you guys think if AEW would have started a little bit earlier, they could have been a little bit higher on oh, the list? Absolutely. Oh absolutely. Yeah. If, yeah. if they yeah. would've if AEW would've started
3: this like is January. When, it, when they announced the whole thing, yeah. right? If they would have started in January by February, boom, they started knocking out these shows. Mm-hmm. They could have easily been one or two. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Coming number three. Um, their boy, Adam Cole, is number one. So they're number three. That's the Undisputed Era. Whether it's Kyle Riley or Bobby Fish or Kyle Riley and Roderick Strong. Because Kyle Riley can tag with pretty much anybody. Yeah. yeah Listen, we know what Red Dragon does. We know how good Red Dragon was for years. They they accomplished so much gold this year. All of them are holding titles. And you called it. You called it. They were going to leave with all the titles. Undisputed Era deserves to be in that top three spot.
1: Yeah,
3: And I'm super happy for them.
1: You think about the matches they had with the War Machine or War Raiders or Viking Express, whatever the fuck you want to call them, <laughs> before they got pulled up to to the Raw roster. You think about you know the matches that they've had this year, just in general. The ladder match. Yeah, the match that they had against um, Keith Lee and the Dijakovic. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that correctly? Dijak. Just call him Dijak. Dijak. Dijak, Dijak. Yeah. <laughs> so um, man, these guys, and like Mario said, it doesn't matter which. Of, you know, the three you get because... And I got to give props to Roderick Strong because you look at a team like Red Dragon, you know, that's been together for years. And he can just take Bobby Fish's place anytime. Mm-hmm. A lot anytime. of people, to me,
3: um, Roddy doesn't get that much credit because, you know, uh, Bobby was out in injury, you know, when Roderick first joined Undisputed Air He was out in injury and he kind of took Bobby's spot and they captured the NXT tag title last year. And, man... Who would ever thought that Kyle O'Reilly and, and Roger Strong just being uh, co-workers in yeah. Ring of Honor would make such a great team?
1: Exactly, they got phenomenal chemistry. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal chemistry. Yeah. And then
3: this year, you know, they they started off as a they this year they 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 did tag with each other, and then uh um you know Bobby Fish came back from injury, and you know they won the tag titles or whatever, and then just recently you know Bobby Fish had a concussion situation. Roger Strong just jumped in, you know. Yep. And, and Roddy for the save. Exactly, and that yeah. just made it, it was like it. Nothing was missing. Like it looked like a legit tag team.
2: Yeah, it kind of it kind of reminds you what we were talking about before with Kofi Kingston, where you just you know hey you know what you you come in to cover for somebody, and now you show what you're able to do like we know because we've seen him do it before. Yeah, but to come up that fast and to have that chemistry, I think that's the the key word in all this uh, tag team stuff. Uh, Mario next coming to number number two. This one kind of hurts me a little bit.
3: Because I remember last year... Yeah, me too, because I gave away number one. Well, not, not that. Well, don't <laughs> worry. We'll cut that in uh, editing. At least we got the podcast version where you won't screw up. But coming number two, this one did kind of hurt me. Because I remember last year, I wanted this team to be number one so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just couldn't be number one this year. And they were actually number two last year. And it's funny, because Undisputed Era was number three last year also.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, Listen, this team is having... A good run currently in AW, being part of the inner circle, becoming mm-hmm. big-ass stars. But for those that watch wrestling, all wrestling like we do, they've been putting that work in Impact Wrestling, and they've yes. had some incredible matches this year in Impact Wrestling. And that's Lex, PMP, Ortiz Santana, whatever you want to call it,
1: EYFBO. The New York Reekins? Oh,
3: When Sam said that on this show, that was the downfall of Sam on the show <laughs> okay but yeah LA, LAX, santana ortiz p m p bro I love these dudes i feel like i don't know, I feel like they're like legit my homies, you know what i'm saying right right um super cool dudes very very humble and they're just they're just amazing guys and and they're- they're family men working hard for their families. I'm just so happy that that you know they're they're moving forward in life in a positive way and and taking their family with them um, and just kind of living a better life because they're, 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 they're finally getting some, like, great money. Not knocking Impact Wrestling, because mm-hmm. I'm sure Impact was playing, paying them well, too. Yeah. But um, they to get that A W money, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Putting on great matches. I was very, very happy when they signed with AEW because I was a little scared that if they were to sign with NXT... Um, that WWE wouldn't be able to really use them right. You know what I mean? And they've stayed true to their, what got them to the dance, if you will. You know, um, they've been putting on phenomenal matches with the young bucks recently. And, you know, LAX and Lucha brothers earlier this year tore it down. So you got to give them their props. They feel like, like Mario said, somebody from the neighborhood that made it. Mm -hmm. So yes, you you see them, you're proud for them. You're happy for them, you know? And, um, I just wish some more success in 2020 and the new year. You know.
2: Now, do you guys know who Chris Van Vliet is? Yes, yes. Um, he he does some work for AEW and he does a lot of great interviews. Okay, so I saw the interview with LAX and they went through their whole thing, mm-hmm. how they came up with their name in the Indies, how they met each other, how they used to train, to, like they they used to go to the same school together or something. Like, anyway, but they spoke about when they had the offer on the table. They told them from, to write a number, right? From WWE. And from AEW. And what they said was at the end of the day, they chose the AEW because the work schedule wasn't going to be that crazy. So they're like, it's awesome because I get to spend time with my kids. And because they both have kids, they get to spend time with their kids. All they do is fly out Tuesday, fly back Thursday morning. And then the rest of the time they spend it with their kids. And they actually spoke about how the, um, the merchandise money is separated. Mm-hmm. So for the inner circle, five ways. That's
3: great. Yeah, that is fucking amazing. Yeah. So they talked about that. It's actually really good. That I one think, and the Luchasaurus one. Was I think good the, the same guy. interview. I think they said something where WWE told him like, "Give me a number." Yeah, like, yeah. They told him to get like they WWE told him that that's how bad they wanted them. Was like, just give us a number.
2: Yeah, because wow. because they explained. Uh, I think it was Ortiz. Ortiz explained how it started with um a year or two years ago. They weren't even on the radar. Like they they were just like give them like nothing to now like give me a number mm-hmm. like that's how much mm-hmm. they were able to grow and they also spoke about the, the different uh, variations of LAX yeah and how they wanted to make it their own
3: and they did of course of course they did uh, number one I'm sorry <sighs> at least we I'm get so- to edit it later coming in at number one no. sorry how much better would this would have been if
4: Leo
2: didn't fucking spoil
3: it. <sighs> 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 My bad. Okay, you put it down now. Then. Sorry. My bad.
2: Don't shut it off. Let me fade it down.
3: Ah, the Lucha Brothers. Number one. Woo! You know I love this team so much, and you know I'm a big Pentagon fan and a Phoenix fan. And man, this guy just like deflated my energy. I'm sorry. I I think it was it was a a combination of everything with the
2: dog barking, going crazy, and then the camera having a little bit issue. And then it's just hi, Lucha Brothers. Flustered.
3: Number one. Well, listen, uh, Lucha Brothers. They've been putting. Five, six, seven star matches and legit every single company besides the WWE. Let's be honest here: MLW, Impact Wrestling, AEW, the the Indies, all over the Indies, uh, PWG, Triple A, um, over H-O-G. Oh, HOG over in the UK, literally Lucha oh, Underground. <laughs> did they have a season this year? No, but li- literally every single company you could think of, um. Man, I I love these guys. Uh for you those that don't know, uh, I'm a big Pentagon fan. And no. I, I was Penta Rated R for full gear and uh Are you gonna go with that Penta Rated R? There that, that's the name. I like it, I like it, it's good. And um man, I, I can't I can't praise them enough. And, and, and the crazy thing is they're a great tag team, but they're also great single stars, and I feel like that's where the money's at yeah. to make these two single stars. Um, you know, we've seen Pentagon be a former world champion over in Impact Wrestling the year before. Um, Ray Phoenix, he was a A Mega Champion, which is their world mm-hmm. title over there. So we know these go- both. He's co- having a good feud
2: with Kenny Omega too.
3: So we both know that they they're amazing single stars, but there's without a doubt that they're the best tag yeah. team in the world right now in 2019.
1: Yeah, um the one thing I gotta say is I gotta give these guys props over WrestleMania weekend. We saw them at MLW in Queens and me and Mario's crazy ass jumped in the car and drove over to Railway to go catch Impact. Little did we know that they were following behind us and they come <laughs> through the curtain mm-hmm. and they're at the show too. These guys worked multiple shots over that weekend, um, you know, in one day. Um completely outstanding matches and work ethic. Um, I hope that AEW puts the titles on these guys in 2020 because they deserve it. They're the best tag team in the world. I want them to get those
3: tag straps in 2020 and then at some point I want to see them single stars and get individual titles too. Yeah, yeah but not yet that. though. No, 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 not, not yet, yet. Not yet. Eventually. But you, that's what you need I want. to build them up now. Of course, of
2: course, of course. After the Briscoes, this is my second favorite uh, um Tag team, mm-hmm. um, you guys know I love Mexican wrestling, AAA, CMML, yeah. and all that stuff. Penn, the, the, mask. the mask, Thank you, it's awesome. Um, but it, it's, it's funny because you kind of get that feeling from them I know I'm sorry My bad You get that I feeling get
3: the irony I get him a pentagon on mass, I know I'm sorry. And how does he repay me I'm sorry He spoils the I wasn't paying attention <laughs> I
2: wasn't paying attention To the music I was over here Trying to make the the, the the gimmick thing So it could show up here And and I t- At least
3: we get to Clean it up in the podcast <sighs> Well I mean I We, we it. talked about No it. what are you doing we man? We're not up, keeping that we shit We talked we're about it Like up. 17 funny, times <laughs> No we're No 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 We're cleaning that shit up Yeah no problem
2: Yeah yeah no problem But no but but it's <laughs> funny because And you touched on it before With them being single stars We were able to see that from Ray Phoenix A couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. Where you're seeing things in in the singles matches That maybe you don't notice In the tag team matches sometimes Like Phoenix tore it down the other day You know So, But again, going into 2020 I don't see them getting anywhere lower than Two or three next year I see them still staying at the top uh, But we'll we'll have to see We'll have to see what, what happens You got any honorable mentions? Mr. Mario
3: I do got some honorable mentions. I got
2: the OC. Um, okay. Best to in the world. You know, they won the gimmick. Yes.
3: Uh... <laughs> How do you feel about that gimmick?
2: Like, you think it's stupid for them or, or just
3: go with it? Nah. You know, it's a gimmick. You know, it's nothing to take seriously. Just like Shane um, Chain won. won the, you know, I yeah. like it. It adds a little the layer one? to them. The I just one? hope they eventually win uh, the tag titles again, you know? Yeah. Another honorable mention is uh, James Drake and Zach Gibson, the yeah. Grizzled Young Vets from NXT UK. Another amazing tag team. They couldn't just crack the top uh, 10. Also, the War Raiders, War Machine, Viking Raiders, whatever. <laughs> whatever name you want to call Whatever way with. you want to call them. Like, listen, they're a great tag team. Their just mm. booking has been horrendous. Below par. Uh, a, a big team that I'm a fan of um, They've had their ups and downs this year But I wanted to give them a, a, you know, a rub Is the Revival uh, I love yes. the Revival Great tag team Old school tag team And hopefully in 2020 We see them in another company AEW bound I hope so I hope so too And then uh, one uh, last honorable mention Rapungi 3K from New Japan And that's about it
1: The Rascals Honorable mention all right. we, could give, we could give them an
3: honorable mention But I think they're going to show up in another list okay okay but we could give yeah they're don't great give tag- it away leo they they, they they get they are a great tag team uh the the rascals they're gonna be mentioned for another category but yeah they're a great tag team yeah they're great and that's another team that it doesn't matter what three you 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 choose kind of like the new day and the heart foundation mm-hmm. any any three or you could put, even put on dispute error in that in that category like mm-hmm. any two any duo of the three
1: works mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely
3: and and that's the thing, like especially when you have these uh, these
2: three t- the three um, a trio basically, um, that they each have different chemistry with each other. So like it's not like you always have to see the same two. So I think that that's why it's also going to work and it's going to help you to try new things. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. We're, again, with tag team wrestling, and and we kind of miss that a lot because. You want to be able to see good tag team wrestling in the WWE because you notice how many of those were WWE. The ten, the ten that you have, Mario, not that many. No, the top ten. Mm-hmm. But we know that the WWE can go. We know the Usos. We know the different teams that you have on there. Mm-hmm.
3: So hopefully, and, uh, again, and, the, and you mentioned the Usos right now. Like they didn't mention, uh, they didn't even get an honorable mention or crack the top ten, even though last year they they were they cracked the they top high. ten. And then the year before that, yeah, they were actually we our number one was. Cause they didn't really do much this year besides like the first quarter of the year. If you think about it, yeah, for, for them it was disappear. more filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, who you are,
2: Mister Juan is saying the Rock and Sock connection. Uh,
3: Ove deserves an honorable mention. I think Ben Cliff. Um, I like them. I like them as a tag team, but they haven't really done much this year. They were more mm-hmm. in like multi multi man tag matches, and then you had um Jake Chris that had a singles run in the X division. So yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even put them on my list, but they are a great tag team. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not. And know? Rob B. Brick is saying honorable mention the dynasty. No! Okay. No, okay. <laughs> um, um, all right, then. All right. So Le- since Tell me how you really Leo kind of took a little bit out of me. I want to laugh now. I'm sorry. Okay. So I think if we, if we need to laugh. Okay. We need to Do go to Sippy three. of the of the year. No, which, no. You said we're gonna go with the. Players. Listen, you fucked okay, up. So we're gonna no. go with Sippy okay, of the well, year. Okay, I had the graphic ready to us. Uh, well, that's what happens when you kind of throw the show into, you know, off the rails. So we're going with Sippy of the year. All right, hold on. Okay, Sippy of the year. Hold on, I gotta <laughs>
0: fix it now. you played yourself.
3: Okay. Hold on. You know we could talk, and then you could just put it on there. You know, it's not like you're spoiling anything. Sippy of the year. There's the music right there. Number ten. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I need to laugh. All right, I need to get back into the show. But... So, congratulations, you played yourself. That's why we call it the Sippy Award. Sippy. So, listen, we don't, we don't try to hide things here. Uh huh. Oh, we call a spade a spade. Yes, we do. We all do. We don't try to sugarcoat shit. No, Sometimes no. Sometimes Sam tries to clean shit. Sometimes. Up. Yes, Sometimes. It Sometimes it he doesn't. But I, I call it it's, how I see it. Terrible. All right. That. Now, with that being said, uh-huh. coming to number ten. Number we, ten. We got to give it to AEW.
0: Congratulations, you played yourself. We got
3: to give it to AEW how they ended the fucking year with that horseshit finish and that last episode of Dynamite. The, the, The punch guy? First of all, I've been saying it. I've been stressing it on this show. Uh-huh. This dark order shit is not working. When you two were trying time. to fucking praise it, give it us some all- time. Shut up. Shut up. When you two were trying to praise it, going, It's All Out, I was like, This shit is stupid. I hate the stupid Putty Patrols thing. I don't get the tag team. I'm not knocking their work, uh, their in ring work, but I just don't get it. I've been shitting on this. So then AEW tries to clean it up and give some little bit of substance, right? Yes. They start doing these uh, video packages, right? The vignettes. Yeah. So, still hate the gimmick, but I'm like, <laughs> hmm, this is different. So I'm like, okay not saying they got me hooked still hate the gimmick but i'm like all right they're doing something all right you end 2019 (laughs) with the stars that people know in your company Uh uh-huh all getting beat the fuck up by these no-name guys in putty patroller mass and two guys john silver and alex reynolds which people know from this area because they're northeast guys Mm -hmm. but the the television audience don't know who these guys are, you're, right? They're a
2: national th- thing
3: now. You know, with just with, with with the Dark Order, you end your show like that. What's uh, wrong with the you? And guy. NXT's ending their show were probably one of the biggest moments of the year with Rhea Ripley winning the NXT Championship, the Women's Championship, and you end the show with this bullshit, the Dark Order, yes. and then the AEW defenders will be like, "You gotta give the story time." I did. This, I, I said that. This this gimmick, this thing, mm. it's not working.
2: Nobody would, got, would it work for you if they would have used it on another show to finish Another the year?
3: I'll tell you how this would have worked. Let's say you take the guy that was throwing the punches that weren't hitting anything. Yes. All right? And he gets a congratulations too, right? Yes. That you know awesome. how this segment could have possibly worked or had me like, holy shit, mm-hmm. if they would have revealed that one of the guys was Adam fucking Page, then they would have been like, holy shit. That's how you end the show? Shock.
4: Okay. Shock.
3: Mm-hmm. It's something. Yeah. It still wouldn't have been better than NXT. Yeah. But it still would have been like, okay, I want to see where they go from here. Right. But they end with two guys that nobody
1: fucking knows. Yeah, the it, fat guy just, can't throw a punch. I don't it, even know his it, name.
3: It, it, it was just a horrible segment. Go ahead, Sam.
1: Yeah, AEW's <laughs> been doing that a lot. I feel. Like, Come on, Sammy. I feel like Tony Khan is a little bit, of, well, a lot of bit of a smart mark for his own. Like, it it, it doesn't benefit him. You know, he puts the guys out there that are only known in certain areas and, you know, you could praise him for that and you, you could also go, what are you doing? We don't know who these guys are unless you live in Maryland or unless you live in New Jersey mm-hmm. or New York or Philly. You know what I mean? Um, that Putty Patrol shit, that, the way they ended it, that that was that was rough, man. That was a rough way to, to end the year. That was... And, you know, you got to give a congratulations to the goddamn uh production team because they're the ones congratulations. that are in control, of, you played yourself. They're in, they're in control of the camera. You know, they know. That should have been number one. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> no, right no, no. Wait is till that, the rest of the list. Is the punch number no, one?
3: No, wait till the rest of the list <laughs> until you,
1: you know. Look, all I got to say is, and uh, here I go cleaning the shit up again. <laughs> I hope that AEW has a better uh it's 2020. Ter- it's
2: terrible. Go ahead.
1: Um moving forward you know not saying that they didn't have great you know dynamites in the past because uh, they did uh it's just this last one was pretty rough to watch and,
3: and listen and we're AEW fans here i'm yeah. considering going to chicago for yes. uh AEW revolution i love the product february what yeah, february 29th okay maybe um and it, it, we got to call space Spade here if yeah. we're going to criticize WWE and Ring of Honor we got to criticize AEW when they shit the bed too and that's what they did on yeah. on on the last episode of dynamite but
2: Going into number nine. Hold on, Damon Chan. Dark Order punches is the new hot finisher of the year.
3: No. No. no?
2: Okay. Uh, the Dark Orders are a poor man's reptile tribe from Lucha Underground.
3: That is a disgusting.
2: It kind of feels like it. Yeah.
1: Though. It kind of feels like that. It. Damn.
3: All right. Coming at <laughs> number nine. nine. Um. You number know, I really nine. liked this dude growing up, even though he wasn't really a worker. He was just more of a gimmick. And the Brooklyn man- Barra. Shut the fuck up. Uh, and this guy, man, he made some comments recently. And it's like, okay, if you kind of look back at it and you're like, well, it's this guy. So I kind of expect this from him. But at the same yeah. time, it's like he tries to clear up the air and then buries himself you know, even more because he tries to do a Sam and clean it up Ooh. and try to sugarcoat shit. Um, kind of ranting and uh-huh. saying that women's wrestling doesn't matter oh. and women's wrestling can't main event. Yeah. And the, he tried to clean it up and bust it open. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan Grace called him out on his bullshit, say he was lying. And that guy is a Sandman. And I got one of these for you. Coming in at number nine.
0: Congratulations. You played yourself.
1: Um, growing up in that area, uh, 20 miles <laughs> north terrible. of Philly, I do not expect anything less from the Sandman. That, <laughs> and that generation of old man is... Get off my lawn. Oh, my God. I don't expect nothing, you know. But and, you know what it
3: is? I don't think
1: I was surprised with the comments.
3: I think I was like... I got. I, I think the congratulations is more that he tried to
1: clean it up on air on Busted Open. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and Jordan Crawl called
1: and him out. We've, we've been to a lot of shows uh, at the ECW arena. I've talked to people that have met Sam, because I, I personally, I've never you know shelled out money to do a meet and greet with him because he's just not... Me either. He's not for me. Um, but People have said that he's a complete dick in real life. (laughs) Tell me how you really feel. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, I didn't expect anything less from this guy. And, uh, you know, they could quite possibly get Jordan Grace and him to sit down and, you know, clear up the air Apologies could be made, and they can make money off of this and book an intergender match down the line. I hope
3: Jordan Grace beats the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, and
1: Jordan yeah. Grace can him, and you know they can make a, a, a positive out of a negative situation, which I, I hope they wind up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, this this guy—he's trash. I mean, <laughs> he is. <All>
3: right. <laughs> he is. Well, you mentioned trash, so we're gonna happen over. We're gonna talk about a trash event that took place a couple of weeks ago. Number Ocho coming in number eight. Del Rio getting knocked out by Tito Ortiz in the first round. You know.
0: Congratulations. You played yourself.
3: First of all, there's different levels of congratulations here. Tito Ortiz and Del Rio fighting for replica replica titles. That's a congratulations alone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think that one has more value than what they wrestled for.
3: (laughs) It's like us. It's like us right now. Uh, having a face off yeah. for
1: replica <laughs> titles all right yeah. but um we're going to do this here
3: okay um so that's a level of a congratulations right there having a match for replica titles and then the real getting knocked down in the first round i give him credit though he lasted longer than punk did and then also everybody that was bitching him it that ordered this shit why would you order this shit it's horse shit it's
1: yeah. terrible i just thought it was funny they were fighting over replica belts i thought that was pretty <laughs> hilarious um you know <laughs> It is what it is with Del Rio. I mean, the guy, I got to give him a, a little credit for going there. in there with Tito Ortiz. I mean, Tito no, Ortiz man, is man, no That's
3: joke. why I'm saying, too. Like, I give him some credit that he lasted yeah. something,
1: th- th- three and a half
3: minutes or whatever it yeah. was.
1: I feel like Del Rio, the guys that he has fought in MMA are legit badasses. Like, you think about Crow Cop, you think about, you know, yeah, Tito. But it, yeah, but it was level, years ago. But the
3: level of congratulations yeah. for this one was, like, the built to here. You yeah, know what I'm saying? The yeah. replica belts? Yeah. Really? It,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> terrible. It is. It's terrible. I, we, you know, they could have <laughs> They could have made it more interesting with a $5,000 in a briefcase. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're gonna, you know, it made it even funnier was Tito was like, I'm going to just give it to my kids. Just think
3: about it this. Those two titles, if you put them together, it still wouldn't equal the fucking piece of bacon with Bray Wyatt's face on it. Yeah. It still wouldn't equal value-wise. It wouldn't equal that. That's true.
2: All right. Um, coming uh, in. I'm Del Rio losing a replica belt to a twice washed up Ortiz
3: for shame. Yeah. Damon Coming in number seven. Shout out to Damon. Um, I hope he's having a great time in Japan. I fucking envy you, dude. He's uh, in Japan? Yeah, he's going to go to Wrestle Kingdom. All right. Coming in number I hate you. Coming in number seven. Um, that, a dude that has been getting a lot of hate. Yeah. Damon Chan for going in Japan right No, now. that's Corey Graves. Fuck, fuck that guy. You number, what number we? um, we're at number seven right now. Number seven, Corey Graves. Uh, Corey Graves, guy. you know, I like the guy. I think he's great at commentary. Of course you would like the guy. But there's just some things you shouldn't do, especially, uh, you know, kind of... Uh, making certain remarks and I wouldn't even say insulting cuz he wasn't insulting uh moral here but you know you know you know your coworker struggles with certain mental health and bipolarism I wouldn't do anything that would trigger him right and he gets a congratulations for that and he gets even a bigger congratulations cuz then he tries to clean it up and try to make it seem like he's working an angle you know cuz he wants to be controversial so he get more uh, you know listens for his podcast so
1: he gets a congratulations for that I don't think he should have done it to a coworker I feel like you know how CM Punk has the the Pepsi tattoo? Well, Corey Graves needs to get the same tattoo but just say diet right across there. <laughs> he's the fucking CM Punk light. CM version. Punk light. CM Punk adjacent. Yeah, he's um he's trying to be controversial and I feel like it doesn't really work for him sometimes. I feel like he he does a great job on commentary but um he just needs to stay in his lane sometimes, man. He he just comes off as a, a dick, like a very unlikable. Like, if you follow him on social media, he's all, always into, like, this zen bullshit. And it looks like, like he's trying too hard. Right. I feel like, um, like he's a douchebag. That's just the word that comes to mind when I think about that guy.
2: Well, Chris Brown is saying Graves equals asshole of
3: the year for what he did tomorrow.
1: All right. So we'll go from that being asshole of the year. We'll go to
3: possibly yeah, the second no. asshole of the year. Yeah, Coming in at number six... No. That's Seth Rollins for uh, the way he is on Twitter, how he's uh, you know, very uh, sensitive. Um, he doesn't like criticism. He's, a, off social he's media. a company guy attacking other wrestlers and other companies. Listen, if he was doing all this right as a heel, portraying yeah. that on TV like he's doing now, it would make perfect sense. We right. wouldn't hate it. Right. But you can't be a clean white meat baby face on TV and be a dick on Twitter. You can't do that. So you get some congratulations.
1: I feel like, you know, most of the time we go, WW dropped the ball with yourself. this guy. WWE dropped the ball with this guy. I feel like Seth Rollins dropped the ball this year because he had an opportunity to be the guy. You know, Roman gets, you know, sick, and he goes away, and now we were wondering who's going to be the guy. Well, it has to be Seth. It has to be Seth. They give him the ball, and he fucking fumbles it. And, you know, I feel like that has a lot to do with the creative, but you, as a performer have to be able to either take what they give you and make it good, like people, Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. The New Day, you know, guys like that, have done in the past. Or you step up and say, listen, I don't like this direction, but maybe we could do it this way. You know Like what make I mean? it your own, basically. Right. Yeah, or, or, yeah, this is great, but instead of doing it like this, do it like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know fucking seth Rollins, he's one of the top guys in the company he could do that you know and this guy could could have potentially been the next roman reigns the next john cena the next you know i'm um, maybe he's, not Cold, too, but he's, he's too
3: busy trying to defend the company and be like an almighty company guy but he's not being a good ambassador for the company like roman reigns was because yeah. he just acts like a dick on twitter
1: yeah yeah so. super hypersensitive yeah so he gets the congratulations cuz you know I mean you know I'm happy what he's doing now but
3: yeah but that doesn't that doesn't erase and cancel out no. what he's done for the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah. Well,
2: and I think that that's mostly what we go through when we do these because people just remember the last month Yes. Of the last two months. Mm-hmm. But Seth's been fucking it up the whole year.
3: <laughs> we're talking about yeah. fucking up.
2: Yeah. Greg <laughs> <Craig Stetwick. laughs> So, um,
3: <laughs> Number five. A lot of people were mentioning this on the Facebook chat, but he's not number one, but he is number five. And that's ACH, Jordan Miles, whatever you want to call is him. Not number. That, that's, a, that's okay. coming in at number 5 now uh-huh. listen this is a guy and I called him the Jussie Smollett of pro wrestling that's that French guy right yeah cause this is a guy that you know cried wolf he talked about how there's racism in the WWE and the the, the shirt being you know mm-hmm. um, racist racist and like I said the shirt is offensive WWE they, they fucked up by trying to get past the heat on on ACH saying like, oh, well, well, he signed off on it. They should have just apologized and that's it. They would have washed his hands, yeah. washed their hands. And if ACH wanted to continue with the bullshit, Let which, he ended up, which he ended up doing, he ended up burying himself. Yeah. He does get a congratulations. I believe there's some mental health here. I hope he seeks the help because he is a great talent. And hopefully he makes a return in 2020. But just because I'm wishing you, you know, good wishes and stuff doesn't mean you don't get the congratulations. So ACH, you get a congratulations.
1: Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, WWE should have knew better, but in the same token, I feel like this all backfired on the on the guy, and uh, I just hope that he winds up happy and, and in a place where, because you know, he winds up uh, you know quitting wrestling all the, all together, and I hope that you know he takes some time off and you know comes back to the to the business and, and finds his niche wherever he winds up. So you know.
2: now with him, you know, you messed up really bad for the year if TMZ picks up that
1: story.
3: Just saying, it's like he's trying to go full Kanye or something.
2: <laughs> like
1: I, I don't know,
3: I don't know what he's doing.
1: Dude. Yeah, it, it's it's something to to bite into when you when you're talking yeah. about drama. You know, which TMZ, you know, bases you know their whole their whole website on. But uh, you know, it's just it's it sucks. It, you know, the guy is completely uh, talented. The, you know, he's one of the one of the best in ring. You know, when he was with Ring of Honor, but man, he just. Shit to bet on this one, man. This blew yeah, up yeah, right man. in his face.
3: All right, coming in number three, uh, number not number four, number four. four. Coming in number four, um, this is a double whammy.
1: Double whammy.
0: Why?
3: We're giving it to Jim Cornette and the NWA.
0: Congratulations. Uh... You played yourself,
3: man. You the there, there's so many holes in this one because it's like, okay, Jim Cornette thinking. In 2019, it's okay to make a a starvation joke, okay? It was funny. Now, keep in mind, it wasn't okay back then either, but it was a different time. Right. It wasn't okay back then, but it's not okay now. And also, NWA gets a congratulation because it's like, this ain't live TV. You could have edited it out. You guys could have edited it out, but I think that they, they were trying to get rid of them. That's what I think. You think so? I think you think rich- the beef with AEW was just too much. Like, hey, we'll find something. And we'll find something to get rid of them. This is our loophole. So that's what I think. But you know, at the end, at the end of this, I feel like NWA gained more out of this because they got way better. They got Stu Bennett to, to take his spot. And I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I like Stu Bennett more than Jim
1: Cornette. It sounds a lot better. Yeah, I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, yeah. Sam. Cornette is he's just from that old time, man. And there's just a time where you just need to fall back and sit in a rocking chair and just be an observer <laughs> because you're going to wind up getting yourself in trouble. Uh, a la Don, Imus. uh, some of the others that have, didn't he die this week. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They will get yourself in trouble saying some stupid shit because you're, you're just from a, a different time. And then, like Mario said, it wasn't right then, but you know, some old people, they just don't, Change they're just setting their ways so you know it is what it is
3: all right coming to number three this was actually higher mm-hmm. up but uh, due to some changes oh, that we had to make
1: oh we had changes?
2: Yeah, last we minute have, changes yeah we
3: did have some last uh, minute changes but i, uh, I won their why coming to number three there's no doubt about it they get a congratulations <laughs> and Ooh. that's ring of
0: honor congratulations the whole company the, whole company the whole company gets a congratulations, dude by they, themselves
3: Uh, The people running it—it's just, bro. It's a mess over there. Think about it this: and I I was telling this Sam on the way over here, when the elite left, Mm -hmm. you still had Marty Scroll for a year, and you didn't put—you didn't make him the guy. You should have. What's wrong with you? They shit the bet at the G1 Supercard. The only reason that pay-per-view was great was because the New Japan, not Ring of Honor. And they know when Kaz? They They them. went from drawing thousands into the, their venues. To right? Drawing hundreds. It's only drawing hundreds. Yeah. Come on, Ring of Honor. What are you guys doing? And it's not the talent's fault is the people running the fucking company. And you could even throw Sinclair Broadcasting in there because they got the fucking money to invest in this company. They just don't fucking do it. Well, it's the booking too, man.
1: Yeah, you, you think about, um, what was that guy's name? Joey Mercury? going off on his rant and going and saying everything that's going bad on uh, going on that's terrible with the company um how they're they're not taking you know concussion protocol and thing like things like that and you know with mario touched on that g1 supercar was a great show but i feel like everybody leaving that show was like what the hell was ring of honor doing there you know and you know you had marty for a year you could have put the title on him he's already uh uh, over talent, he's a made guy in you know the independent circle, which is where you're you're making your money. You could have put the title on him, and then at the end of the year, made somebody else like a Matt Taven or you know a PCO, whatever you want to do. Where you know he might have turned on him because uh, you know the whole villain enterprise thing. Well, you, you needed just, Marty. You yeah, needed this, Marty to pull over whatever guy you were going to put over. Listen, right. they and, just
2: didn't book it right.
3: Listen, man. even going to Final Battle. You know, no disrespect to PCO, but PCO versus Roosh should not have been the main event for Final Battle. Sorry. No, not at all. That's not should, that shouldn't have been the main event. Now, just yeah. just take a look at how over uh, Marty is.
2: One showing at at NWA, and the internet was going crazy.
3: One showing at NWA, we got this.
2: The, it, the internet was going crazy. Now, you know you, you got to keep your, your finger on the pulse because now you have marty come over again you never made him your top 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 guy and
3: with one showing at nwa in in the pay-per-view that's it and i also love the idea because everybody you know that's how the wrestling community works everybody's like oh he's gonna sign with AEW. i like the idea for the next couple of months maybe kind of bouncing back between ring of honor and nwa for a couple of months and then he just shows up in AEW unexpected where nobody expects you yeah. know and, and who knows you know, for the next couple of months, maybe till like April after WrestleMania season, whatever, maybe within mm-hmm. that time, guy, you never know. Maybe he'll finally win the world title and, you know, defeat Nick Aldis. And then at some point, Nick Aldis wins it back, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
3: but that was the whole thing. You had him show
1: up out of nowhere mm-hmm. at NWA. That's what you had to do. But, yeah. I made no, a post that said it's an amazing time to be a wrestling fan just because of things like, like that, yeah. where he could be jumping around until he actually signs a contract. So.
2: Damon Chan, great uh, observation. Lots of delusional uh, delusions up top in ROH brass.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Kind of feels like Vince, but without Vince. Okay, yeah. we're going to get to Vince. <laughs> <laughs> coming in number two, and I'm going to get so pumped up in here. Yeah. I, I cut Stop. a rant earlier this year, and I feel like you're going to get a little sprinkle of that right now. Sprinkle it. All right, coming in number two. Everyone involved, whoever booked this, whoever tried to defend that hell in the cell finish gets a big
0: I took Congratulations, football. you played
3: yourself You know how many people try to defend this bullshit The Seth and
2: The Fiend? Yeah
3: let me... they... no. You Wait. gotta let the story play out Wait. Guess what, fast forward till now That hell in the cell finish did not play any factor to what we got now no. Nothing, it-, it, it meant nothing, nothing. <laughs> it meant nothing so everybody that try to try to DM me, try to defend the bullshit, first of all, you're a fucking WWE Mark that eats up shit. Whoa. That's what you are. Tell them how you really feel. I don't care if you get offended. I don't care if you stop listening to this podcast. I don't care if you... Listen, The it was a horseshit finish. That finish, we shouldn't have gotten in a Hell in a Cell match.
1: No. no. Not
3: at all. Especially in your main event. You gotta let that story play out. And guess what? It didn't play out. Nothing. <laughs> we let it play out. He just wound out. up
1: winning it a, a <laughs> he, month later. So,
3: okay, So, guess what? Couldn't he just beat Seth Rollins at, yeah. at Hell in the Cell, yeah. or maybe not even get the match? We didn't have to get that match.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was a little rushed. Uh, I understand striking where the iron's hot, but if you're going to strike where the iron's hot, you got to know where you're going at the end of the uh, of the you know the program here. Um, that it was one of the worst booked events, you know. Keep in mind this yeah. originally decade, this maybe.
3: originally was our number one, but somebody has surpassed all of this <laughs> in the last yeah. couple of hours.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Lewis Duran is saying Helen Cell should have been number one. If we would have done this show a week ago,
3: it was it, it, it was number it was number one. But somebody certain someone has surpassed all that, and we might as well talk about number one now. We might as well talk about number one now. Go ahead, because coming in number one, Jesus, coming in <laughs> number one. Okay. ah,
2: guy. Which one? Which one?
3: That is a disgusting ass. Lars fucking Sullivan. You get the biggest and nastiest.
0: Congratulations! You played yourself.
3: This is a guy, right? First of all, I never liked Laura Sullivan, yeah. so I get really? oh, I get so pumped up giving this congratulations because I never liked the guy to begin with. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to see him on my fucking TV. Now, question: When you saw this news, did you saw throwing
2: like papers up in the air, like in the newsroom, like "Oh my god, we got breaking news! We got breaking no, news!" No, 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 no.
3: I saw this. Uh huh. I saw I was this this like, morning. I saw it. I actually <laughs> I saw it last night, late like, yeah. last night. I saw this, and I'm like, I'm not shocked. okay now now for those that don't know (laughs) Lars sullivan has surpassed everybody on this list because the man forget about the homophobic tweets and the racial shit that he did in the past forget about all that right oh he looks like you know he looks like a white supremacist let's be honest here right right he looks like me hey shut up sorry and it does Fuck you! He makes all this bull, <laughs> these stupid tweets, right, and stupid uh, posts, and, and it was a, bo- a bodybuilding for him. Right yeah yeah. right? yeah, yeah. And then he ends up doing <sighs> gay porn. And listen, this is not gay bash or anything, because listen, I, I, I'm not a homophobic. I, I, I love gay people. You do your thing. That's your thing. Whatever. If you're happy, I'm happy. Right. But man. You can't be that much of a hypocritical piece of garbage (laughs) to do these type of hateful tweets. But then they're going gay porn. Oh, God. And I hope he never comes back in the WWE because I don't want to see him on my TV. Don't like him. And, I'll, and I'll, give, I'll give him a little bit of praise. He's not he's not actually bad in the ring. Apparently, he's not bad in bed, Betty no, either. No. Apparently, but <laughs> but man. And, and guess what? There's a whole new meaning to the to the nickname The Freak for him. Let's be honest here. Oh, no. my gosh. Uh, sadly,
2: there's so many Lars in the world. Uh, Damon Chan is saying uh, Lars with the sippy comeback. No pun intended. Uh, and you got to love the internet. I don't know if you guys saw this. I was actually showing it before. Yeah. Um, So, they have a screenshot of the actual uh, clip, if you will. But then they have (laughs) Triple H. Triple H. H. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh,
1: I just can't stand that hypocritical bullshit, man. Um, There's a lot of self-hate there, a lot of mental health there, I think. Because this guy was on the cusp. And me and Mario were talking about it before. He went from an honorable mention to being number one.
3: (laughs) In a matter of hours. Yeah. um, Yeah.
1: He was on the cusp of becoming one of the biggest heels in the company because they were gonna push him to wrestle Cena at WrestleMania 35. He has his anxiety attack, and that completely puts the kibosh on his on his push. Then these racist tweets and homophobic tweets come out, or not even tweets—it's like you know bodybuilder form or whatever—and you know he gets injured, and you know now this this has been a rough year for him. <laughs> I don't know if you can come back from this. You might have to get another job, bro. Oh man. Something. All right.
3: <laughs> that was our Sippy Award of 2019. Let's go to Breakout Star of 2019. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I do have a couple honorable oh, mentions. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So I can load up it. Uh, whatchamacallit. Congrat- uh, honorable mentions for congratulations. You played yourself. We got to give one to Dave Meltzer because he ended up uh, reporting some fake news, and then he had to okay, apologize yeah. to Seth Rollins. So we got to give him congratulations. congratulations. You know I enjoy that. Uh... Enzo and Cass for just a year that they've been fucking having. Enzo being a super troll. Cass fucking starting fights backstage at indie events over at WrestlePro. And then... He, Enzo
2: trying to fight Joey Janela at a fucking
3: concert. And then uh, Cass fucking, uh, you know, he try, seeks help. And then he starts fucking tweeting out shit that he wants to kill Joey Janela. Um, we got to give one to Ricochet, you know, because he got caught with his fingers in somewhere that, you know...
1: <laughs> I wouldn't shake his hand. If I yeah,
3: I wouldn't that. shake his hand either.
1: Pounded. Um, Ricochet pounded.
3: The fan that attacked Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame. That piece of shit fan. He gets an honorable mention. Um, and also... So wait. Was Ricochet hanging out with Lars? Possibly. Mm. Mm. And then this one that I, I get excited to talk about. I, I get... Ah. I, I get very, I'm get i very proud. I have so Don't much pride. excited. Adamant. I'm very adamant to talk about yeah, this one. To give this congratulations, right? Why are you taking it that way? That um, Just helping. Everybody in the wrestling community, mostly NYC area, in the wrestling community, that was rocking with Takashi 6 fucking 9 Clown (laughs) hair. And y'all know who y'all are. Don't try to front now, because now he's a snitch. The dude dude was a fraud to begin with. Shut the fuck up. If you are over the age of 25... And you bumped his music, you get a congratulations. Because guess what? Listen to that garbage ain't going to make you fucking younger. And And that whole Subway Mania series, y'all get a congratulations too. Because y'all was was, was your man. Y'all was rocking with that guy. That was your man. Guess what? Snitch 9, Snitch 9, he's a fucking snitch. He was always
2: a clown. He was always a fraud. Louis Duran is saying he didn't know about the large story. Well, you do now. Okay.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh man! What a, what are we a, ready? What Breakout a, star of the year. What a are we ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's
2: go. Breakout <laughs> star of the year, number ten.
1: That's some. E- that's some easy listening. Right <laughs> that there. is some easy, very elevator music. right Yeah.
2: There. yeah. The Lugees, two thousand nine, are brought to you by. Are we going to commercial? Close radio. <laughs>
3: Go. <laughs> All right. Coming at number ten. Listen. We have fun doing it, this. Coming at number ten. It would be smarky for us to put him in the top five. We're not gonna do that here. We're gonna be honest here. Cause he's had a great quarter. Okay. And that's Keith Lee. This is a guy that's been killing it in the indies for so many yes. years. He finally got signed to a WWE deal last year. And, you know, he's had he's got he's had some, you know, some shiny moments in twenty nineteen, but nothing like the last month, two months. And that's why I, we had to put him in our list somehow, and we ended up making a number ten. Um, just having that moment with Roman Reigns to uh, to end their Survivor Series match and that that fist bump. That fist bump did more for Keith Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By who was given to him, Roman Reigns. It wouldn't have worked if it would have been Seth Rollins doing that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. people would have shit over that. They they also protected Roman Reigns when they did that. Also, so uh, Keith Lee, the dude's a great performer for a guy his size. Um, and hopefully, you never you, we might see him as the next next NXT uh, World Champion some uh, at some. point. Somewhere down the line in 2020.
1: He's a guy that, when you talk about talent not leaving NXT, he's one of the talents that I, I want to see him go to Raw or SmackDown because I I would love to see him wrestle Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins down down the line, you know what I mean? Or even uh, Bray Wyatt, you know, the matches that he could have with uh, Daniel Bryan. You know, you, you put yourself in that mindset and you, you think about that. Um, man, His Survivor Series weekend, you know, I put him a notch under Adam Cole, but he was definitely the breakout male star because Adam Cole had been doing his thing for a while this year. Definitely the breakout male star for the last couple months. So shout out to Keith Lee. He's going to have a phenomenal 2020, I'm sure of it.
2: And friends of the chat are saying Keith Lee is going into 2020 and he's going to have a monstrous year coming up. Uh, I think the same thing with Keith Lee kind of goes with, you know, that one match that you had. Um, we saw him wrestle, Mara and I, Northeast Wrestling. Remember, we went to that show. He I,
3: wrestled, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Lagurski. Yes, the, the, uh, Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball,
2: yeah. Now, even that match with two big guys, they were flowing. Mm-hmm. Flowing in, in the sense that you had, it, it kind of looked like a lucha match. But with two heavyweights, <laughs> that's
3: pretty much what. That's it, what it was. That's
2: kind of what Keith Lee's style is. So, he kind of wrestles like a cruiserweight. But but yeah. that's what I, that's what I'm getting to. Like if you look at Keith Lee again, the eye test, he doesn't pass the eye test for a wrestler, mm. or for the way he moves.
3: And he's not even like a guy like uh, like an Austin Theory or like a yeah. uh, uh, or like a Bobby Roode where he's like a fucking jacked guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? He you know he has some weight to it, but not like sloppy weight. You know what I'm right, trying to right. say? He's solid. You yeah. you know who he
2: reminds me of a lot? Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. And like the way he moves in yes, the, the ring. Yes, you yes. know, the not, you know, the gimmick or anything, or side, but just yeah. the way that he moves in the ring, how flawless he makes things look. Mm-hmm. There and, and again, the matches that he had with Dijack got him to be on that squad. I agree. I and agree. got him to be on the, on that on that point. Now, we saw Dijack also at that show. And again, the two standout guys from that weekend when we went to watch that show. Was Dijak and Keith Lee. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now again. Give it some time in the sense of, okay, if he doesn't pass the eye test, at least let him show you in the ring. Sin Cara looked like, the the first incarnation of Sin Cara, looked like he could wrestle and he botched every second. So, that.
3: What, you going to press him? No, Got no, it. no. Um, coming in okay. number nine. Number nine. Numero nueve. Um, Breakout star. I'm a fan of these guys. Two young dudes. Um, They've been killing it in the Indies, specifically House of Glory. Mm-hmm. They finally signed to a deal this year. And man, they, to me, they... Broke out in a national level. They're they you know they're still doing some indies here and there, and the future is very bright for these two. And that's uh, Mar- Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy, Private Party. I-, I love these two dudes, and I can't wait to see how their career goes from here.
1: Yeah. I love that match that they uh they had with the Young Bucks. Amazing on, on one of the I think it was like one of the first dynamites. I think it was like the second or I third think, yeah, one. Yeah, second or third one, yeah. Yeah, and they opened uh, up the show like that. Yeah, I was, think it was the second one. Such a great match. Yeah, it was a phenomenal match. Um didn't see it coming and the Young Bucks put them over uh to the kilt, you know, to the tilt. I don't even know what I'm saying here, but <laughs> they're uh they're a phenomenal tag team. They're they're gonna have a great twenty twenty. There's another team that I could see wearing that AEW uh tag team titles down the line. And, uh, you know, just looking forward to seeing what they're bringing to the table.
3: All right. Coming in number eight. um, I'm a big fan of this guy. We saw him in All In last year in the main event. Um, He's -hmm. been having a great 2019, even for being with a promotion that's not all that popular. But some of the other stuff that he's been doing outside of uh, Ring of Honor um, is definitely noteworthy. He just recently won uh, BOLA, and now he's the PWG world champion. And that's uh, Bandito. Um, This is a guy, anywhere he goes automatic star he honestly could be a contender for the world title in ring of honor if they use them mm-hmm. right
4: mm-hmm.
3: um but you know now seeing that flamita signed a, a, a multi-year deal yeah. with ring of honor and they're the the mexa bloods as a tag team um i could see them gunning for those tag straps in ring of honor bandito does decide to stay with roh um and this is this is a standout um mm-hmm. a
1: big fan of this guy bandito jr yeah i remember when he was uh signed by ring of honor i was so excited you know, and I feel like Ring of Honor didn't do him too much justice this year. Um, he he's better than what how they booked him.
3: But he's done so much great things outside of it, which right. kind of evens it out.
1: Exactly, that's why he uh, gets the spot on the list. Um, phenomenal talent, man. Uh, I just hope that Ring of Honor does justice by him and starts using him in a, in a better light mm-hmm. this coming year. You would hope so.
2: Now, when I first saw this guy, I thought it was just a gimmick, like the way the mask is, because it's not the, uh, Cause it's traditional. Because it's not your traditional,
3: yeah, uh, lucha libre. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Libre. Like I
2: thought it was, it was a gimmick. But again, once you let the guy come to the ring and let him do what he has to do, you do see him separate himself. Now, all these guys that we're gonna go through on these breakout stars, they're not in the limelight yet. But 2020, they have to be there. Mm-hmm. Do you have the list from last year? Uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but uh, yeah, a, a lot of the guys that were on the list last year, these breakout guys,
3: they're doing okay now. Some of the honorable mentions that were on the year last year mm. on the list last year are now in the breakout star the list breakout. this year. So there you go. So, and again, it, it's, a,
2: it's a whole cycle. The, the last thing you want to do as a wrestling promotion or a fan is say, you know what? This guy should be the world champion right now. Mm-hmm. No. No. It goes through light heavyweight or cruiserweight. Then you go tag team. Then you go in and content. Like, it moves up. So, but with Bandito, I like him. I've seen him a couple of matches. I want to see what they do with him uh,
3: as, as 2020 comes around. Dale. Coming to number seven, Um, I wasn't a, a... They're not my type of gimmick for me mm-hmm. personally, but they are talented dudes. I think one is more talented than the other, but that could be debatable. Um... They just have this charisma, and they're actually good in the ring. And I feel like people don't give them that much credit okay. um, for their in-ring work. But they just have so much charisma, and the charisma stands more stands out more than their in-ring work. And that's the street profits. There's no yeah. doubt about it that they have impacted. Another gimmicky. <laughs> they have impacted uh, the main roster very, very well. I hope they get used right going forward because they've mm-hmm. kind of been doing a lot of these backstage segments. There's nothing wrong with that, but um, these two are stars. And uh, I'm more of a, my man, um, who? Montez. Man. My, I'm more of a Montez guy. I feel is like. Is the fat
2: guy or the skinny guy?
3: That's the skinny dude. Okay. I'm more of a Montez guy.
2: Um, the fat guy needs to change his gear. Like, it just makes him look bigger than what he is. You think so? I, I
3: actually don't mind his gear.
2: You don't, think... you don't think it makes him look like, like not as agile? I, didn't, I don't want to say fat because he's the last skinny
3: guy. He has like a gimmick. Like, it fits the, the gimmick because he just looks like a basketball player, you know? that's how i take it
1: okay um anything you gotta say these guys ooze charisma mm-hmm. uh they're great in the ring um you know they're one of those talents that got pulled up from NXT. i don't even want to say pulled up maybe pulled to the side from NXT. now you want to say because NXT is better than raw if you think about it NXT. Uh, NXT NXT is the premier brand <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. yeah we, we uh we got that news uh survivor series weekend apparently too um Man, the, these guys can put on a great match, and they're funny as hell. So in 2020, I wouldn't be surprised to see you know the tag team titles wind up on uh, so, the Street Profits. I'll tell
3: you what, man. As much as I'm happy for War Machine to capture those raw tag titles because they legit won tag titles in every company they've been in, right. I, I feel like the Street Profits would do more with those titles than War Machine.
1: I think you know how sometimes the titles do something for the talent, and then sometimes mm-hmm. the talent do something for the titles I feel like right now what's happening is you know you have War Machine holding the titles to make them legit again and I feel like you're gonna get a back and forth between them and the OC once that dies down and the OC's holding them you might see the Street Profits come in and I like program. that I like that hopefully WWE's listening <laughs> I mean cause they do they listen are listening the podcast, yeah right? they've been stealing <laughs> our ideas they
2: are listening so they're probably gonna go totally a different way yeah <laughs> they're gonna give it to the B team
3: go ahead oh. Uh, Coming number six. Um, he's not a B player. I think he's an A plus uh, player for you know for the little time he's been on a national uh, TV at yeah. least. Um, you know he's he was an evolved regular and he's been killing in the indies also. And now, man, this guy is a guy that oozes charisma without saying much, and he has a strong following, a great fan uh, fan base, and he's doing his thing in AEW. And that's Darby Allen. Um, this is a yes. guy, this is a guy that. He has star Wren all over him, and he's very unique and different. There's like a little essence of Jeff Hardy, minus like the drug abuse. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, man. but, uh, are we sure? Yeah, he's, okay. he's uh, I believe he's straight edge. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Darby Allen, and I'm curious to see where, where he goes because he's a great wrestler. He doesn't necessarily have to do these like hardcore matches, you know?
1: Yeah. Here's another guy just oozes charisma. Um, I didn't know who he was before this year. Um, I followed his, I think that's his wife, Priscilla Kelly, right? Yes. He's married to Priscilla. I followed Priscilla Kelly of course and I always saw, I always <laughs> saw him in the, in the photos with her. Um, then he had the, the match with, uh, with Cody yeah. and I was like, all right, let me, let me give this guy a follow. And, uh, I've been looking at his work since then. And this is one of these guys in AEW that is going to be their main event. In you know 2020 2021, and he needs to win this this match uh, on the first Dynamite of 2020 against. I'm Cody. with you, bro.
3: I, I want him yeah. to win too. Yeah,
1: now, they got to th- give him the win.
2: I, I think I also feel the-, the same way with you, Sam. Like before that Cody match, he was just another one of the bunch, right? Right. What you started to see on that match, you know, with the whole you know body bag and everything, he and could then- hang. Exactly. Yeah. You started paying attention to him. Because unlike the guy, the the putty patrol that punched the freaking air, this guy, again, could keep up. Mm-hmm. So now you pay attention to him. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what most of these things are about. Because remember, a lot of the guys that are up top now, there was these guys that we were talking about five, six years ago. Yep. You know, what I mean, we looked at the ROH uh, um, roster. Remember, like ten years ago, or yeah, something like that. And now they're all
3: in either WWE or AEW. Exactly. I think I, I think one guy is like he retired. Yeah. But after that, everybody else is in WWE. And I think the retired guy, if I'm not mistaken, he's is a um, Booker. No, it's Adam <laughs> Pearce, and he's an agent for WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. So, but w- once you
2: start looking into this guy, he has layers to him, you know, and now you have the whole skateboard thing and that whole, you know, trustful that he actually lands. Uh, and, you know, then he do the one with the um, with the handcuffs behind his back, too, or something yeah. like that, or tape. Again, these why this is why they're breakout stars. Now, let's hope they keep it going on 2020 and not drop the ball.
1: Right, right. Shout out to uh, a wrestler named Alex Ocean that tried to pull off that stunt and wound up breaking his neck. Um, you can find he's part of the other congratulations. Yeah. You played that was
2: supposed to be the honorable mention of the other one. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's he's a he's a good guy. If you you know you want to support uh, you know an independent wrestler, go to Pro Wrestling Tees and get his uh, his foundation shirt that to help him out. He's not working right now. What's uh, his name? His name's uh, Alex Ocean. His Instagram is the Alex Ocean. He tried to pull off that handcuff spot at an independent show, wound up breaking his neck.
3: Ocean three sixteen. I just broke my back. <sighs> Yeah, same.
1: He's a good guy, though. Um, so.
3: that, he he's probably is a great guy. That doesn't mean you don't get a congratulations. <laughs> <Yeah. No. laughs> All right. Not, speaking of not congratulating somebody in a bad way, but in a good way, coming to number five, I'm a big fan of this Another guy. Single. Um, And this is a guy that was in under the radar in the indies, but he was a great performer. And then this company decided to put the, the rocket behind this dude. Mm-hmm. And now he's a world champion in this company.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And he's part of a very famous wrestling dynasty if you will and that's jacob fatu from mlw current mlw world heavyweight champion i'm a big fan of this guy this guy has a little uh umaga s to him except he actually could cut promos instead of doing like you know the. -ah! exactly um (laughs) great (laughs) great timing um i'm a big fan of this dude and this is a guy that you know, a company like AEW or WWE would easily be like, Yo, I don't want this guy in my fucking roster. Mm-hmm. But this guy's loyal and he signed a new deal with MLW yeah. and he's gonna be in the MLW for the long run. And I'm very excited for him and MLW for this. So um, you know, is well, our
2: number five. Don't cut out MLW, you know what I mean? Like they're 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 going the right make, way. Exactly. They're yeah. gonna be making some noise in the They're in doing the year. opposite of what Ring of Honor's doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ring of Honor at the beginning did do it right. I'm sorry to cut you off saying, but Ring so, of Honor at the beginning right. they did do it right. Yeah. I think ultimately when the whole Sinclair thing took over, that's when they're like, "Uh, let's not focus about the wrestling, let's focus about something else. You know what I mean? Sammy Goddadi.
1: Yeah, he reminds me a lot of Umaga. Um, Man, I'm just happy for MLW because this guy's a star. This guy is...
3: Any company would want him. Right, he's
1: a star. And uh, I just... Gotta say, I love what he did to that fan that stepped over the rail this year. damn!
3: I forgot to put that in Audible, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that piece of put, shit, man.
1: Put that you know, next year right we should do back. sippies after the, <laughs> the breakout. Yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of crazy shit going on this year. But...
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Sam.
1: Me? I'm done, man. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, oh, number four.
3: Coming in at number four, um, this is a guy that has also been killing it in Indies for so long and involved, PWG. And he finally signed to the WWE, and man, the year this guy has been having um, is almost even. I will even put Brock Lesnar esque. No, and that's Walter. Yes, mm. Walter, world champion in any company, and he looks like an old school brawler.
2: He looks like that picture that they used to put up in like the the poster board, like the kind of like what Dream Match
3: does. Mm-mm. Like he looks like that old guy that just. Yes, <laughs> I know. love Walter so much. Um, <laughs> Shout out to the
2: Dream
1: Match.
3: Um, I will say that, you know, Sam, you got to take a picture with him. He doesn't look too happy in your picture. Just saying.
1: Oh, he he, he was a good guy. <laughs> he really was. He was nice. He did the fist bump with me. He didn't have much time to talk because I was literally the last person that met him before he had to go back to the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure dealing... Before they stole
2: his title, but yeah. that's, that's Chicago. Dealing with some of those... <laughs> Chicago.
1: ...evolved fans in, in New York probably got him in a grumpy mood because that line was not moving. You I think remember? it was you.
3: Can't... I think it was you. I will say this. Let's As a fan base going into 2020... Don't be an asshole! Let's be... As long as the talent... It... It's not being like a dick to you or something. Let's try to be nice and not do scumbag shit. Because yeah. Walter's a great talent, and we want him to continue coming back to America. We don't want of him course. to have this stigma where it's like I just want to stay in the UK and in right. Germany, shit. Because I love Walter, you know.
1: Yeah, he puts on tremendous matches. Um, those chops, those mm-hmm. chops are Woo! incredible, man, and uh,
3: could work with anybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was the match you just had on uh, NXT TV? Um, man, that guy, Travis Banks. Nah I think uh, it, It's the guy with the The Marty um, The Back to the Future gimmick. Marty McFly Oh Kushida Yeah That match man was a great match You gotta match. talk to Kushida He's gotta stop that shit You don't like the gimmick I like the gimmick Cause he's done it in Japan For
3: so long Yeah I like it too
1: mm-hmm. yeah, Time Splitters was a dope yeah. tag team Tag team
3: Remember those days? All right, going to number number three.
1: (laughs) Um, Going number
3: three, Uh, and we're probably gonna get a lot of hate for this, but but I don't give a shit. It's our show, and it's our list, and I just don't care about your opinions. Shut up! Breakout! I care about your opinions. (laughs) (laughs) You see how Sam cleans it up? (laughs) I don't. Coming to number three, he's been. Doing this douchebag gimmick for a while, but man, I think he's Mr. Been, Rated R. He's been hitting home runs in 2019, and that's the king, Baron Corbin. Yes, there's no yes. doubt about yes. it that like this that. year like that. has been a great year for him and the Kurt Angle's career. One King of the Ring during the King of the Ring tournament, this guy was getting cheers because it's like, oh, this guy mm-hmm. is yeah. killing it. And you know, while and then when
2: he wins it, and
3: <laughs> while we kind of didn't want to see. Uh, the Seth Rollins feud because it was so oversaturated. I mean, you know, his match with Seth Rollins weren't bad either.
1: Yeah, I feel like once they threw that King gimmick on him, it, it's, it's really taken off. Um, the Constable Corbin, I feel like he was just he was trying to find his mold. You know how like Becky Lynch is the man now, and now that's her thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he was really trying to find his way when he had the long, stringy hair. It wasn't really working. Uh, the Constable thing, it was better. But it wasn't really working. Well, now we got King Corbin. Now we see, okay, I get this it. guy's yeah. this and like Mario said, this guy is getting better and better every time he gets in the ring.
3: He has a star ring all over him, and yeah. you just look at him and his appearance at WWE backstage. He's also the type of guy as a heel. He plays a good ambassador for the WWE because mm-hmm. he knows how to talk to people. You yeah. know?
1: yeah. And that end of the day is finished. Ugh. nobody's kicked out of it. Yet. Nope, nobody's kicked out of that so end. Of the day. Hopefully, they protect him. it going into yeah. 2020.
3: Yeah, uh, big fan of Baron Corbin. Coming number two. This is a guy that he's, you know been, one of those? he's been doing this for a while. He he had a very uh a strong I guess like part of his career in Dragon Gate. He's been he wrestled all over the place and he made his uh debut in New Japan last year. But man, this year. He's been part of so many tournaments. You have the, the New Japan Cup, uh, the, the the best of the super juniors, uh, even though he's not a super junior because he's a he's heavy. Um, also, the G1 Climax. And, man, this guy's just having great matches one after another. And he definitely stood out in many ways being, like, kind of a second or a third or fourth in LIJ. You know, he's standing out, you know, at points even stronger than Naito, and that's Shingo Takaki. Uh, you know, this guy, amazing talent, probably had – if not the best match of the year, Will Osprey, and we'll talk about matches in a, in a bit. But man, I'm a big fan of this guy, and who knows, maybe he'll get like a never-open-weight uh, championship run in 2020, or, or, or I see the future is also bright for Shingo and New Japan Pro Wrestling.
1: Yeah, that's one thing that New Japan does very well, is they don't lose track of where they're going in the future. They have a bunch of homegrown talent down there, or over there, um, that can consistently fill in if guys wind up leaving. And we've seen that in the past. Um, you know, this this guy is phenomenal. Uh, you know, Mario touched on the match that he had with Will Ospreay. You know, one of the best matches this year. So, you know, 2020, yeah. we're definitely going to see more of him. Of course.
2: Uh, remember, we got the delay of Jessica Hoffman saying, I have to admit it, Corbin is playing a very good heel. Uh, and Antonio Tovio, what up? Antonio is saying, Walter reminds me of Vladimir Kozlov.
1: In the early 2010s. He's just a better worker. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Kozlov, if you've seen him recently, he's this He's jacked. Is oh my God. Yeah. yeah. You have to look at it twice. Yeah.
3: And you can't even tell it's him. No. Yeah. All right, number guys. One. Number one. Coming. I didn't mess it up, right? In and number one. Dale. Número uno. No. Is there any doubt? Because he's better than you. And he knows it. It's right. MJF, bro. And Leo dancing. No,
2: okay. <laughs> I like MJF. Wait, wait till the beat drop. He's keeping K all and the way so through. He's so great.
3: He's an old school heel, dude. People are like, oh my god, I hate him. He's, he's keeping face <laughs> Yeah, dude. This is a guy that was an honorable mention MJF. actually last year for our yes. breakout stars of the years last year, and uh, wasn't he last year just on uh, the Elite? What?
2: He, well, he was wrestling. He but... was wrestling
3: for a while, and he obviously had his national debut, I guess, in All In. Yeah. But he didn't make a really strong impact. Yeah, he did some stuff with MLW too, you know, growing his faction of the Dynasty. Mm-hmm. But in a national level, yeah. AEW, he's been killing it to the point where fans are cheering for the guy, of course. Um, and this guy is a guy that, in my opinion, would succeed also in WWE. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is
3: a uh, you know, who else could be? A better breakout star than MJF.
1: Yeah, half the battle when you're talking about a guy going to WWE is mic work, and this guy is a natural on the mic. Yeah, he knows how to get heat. He knows how to get it. Uh, you know, on the internet, he knows how to do it. Like if you meet him in person, he's a complete dick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah there, there's he one There's one video. He's like, oh, don't touch me. You yeah. can take a picture,
2: but I'm not going to look at the he, camera. And he looks Jewish. away. One of the
1: highlights <laughs> that I remember of WrestleMania weekend was I was walking past his gimmick table. And some fan was talking to him. <laughs> and the fan, like, it reminded me of sometimes when, like, my kids talked to me about Legend of Zelda. Like, the fan was talking to him thinking that he was actually listening. And MJF's face was just kind of like... Like he was looking at him like, dude, I'm not. I don't care what you have to say. Just... I love it. I love the fact that he's a <laughs> dick, bro. Yeah, like, um, man, he he's a, a great performer. You know, he's solid in the ring. I wouldn't say that he's like great. He he's he wrestled good. he
3: he wrestles the WWE style. Let's right. be honest
1: here. Right. He wrestles safe style. He's good in the ring and he talks that shit. And now he's got that that heater with him uh, in um, AEW. What's his name? The oh, big guy. Waldo. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Warlow? War, Warlow. Warlo. Warlo. Yeah. Warlo. That reminds me of True Blood. If any, you got any True Blood fans out there, Warlow. Um, but man, this this guy I only knows watch that he, shit. You never watched it? No. It's it's good. It's good. It, it was good. What show? True, True Blood. Blood. Never it was, watched it. it. was a vampire show on HBO. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like Twilight vampire. I, 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 I will say. I will say about T.J. Um, I will say about M.J.F. that this
3: guy is not afraid to get legit (laughs) fucking heat at full gear whether it was a planted fan or not this guy got a a soda thrown at him and he sold it so good because he just smirked and visually i was telling this to sam i was like i can't wait to watch this pay-per-view back on tv because that visual shot Mm -hmm. of him walking and posing and then he gets that soda just thrown at his face and him just smirking visually that might have been one of the one of the best highlights of that night
1: yeah that's gonna be in video packages for years to come well yeah. if AEW's around in five yeah. years you were definitely gonna see that video package again or some, the video package.
3: some honorable mentions real quick before we move to our next award Um, uh, you know sammy Guevara, sammy g it's killing it orange mm-hmm. cassidy chris statlander uh lance archer thunder rosa daga scorpio sky brian pillman jr jurassic express the rascals you were talking about that before uh Big Swole, Alexander Hammerstone, uh El Fantasmo, Rhea Heavy Machinery, and Ace Austin. I would put Damian Priest in there. Just re- just Punishment recently. Martinez, please. Yeah, I, I, Damon Priest. I think he could be a good honor mention, yet. Yeah, that's another one. That's one that's on my mind because he's been, he's what he's doing in NXT is overshadowing everything he did in Ring of Honor. Right, right. Well,
2: and and I think you said it right with with him when he was in Ring of Honor. You didn't have a backstory. You didn't have anything to to hold on to. They were just trying to do a, a Roman Reigns light with him. With mm. this, it's not even close. So, but hey.
3: We'll see. Uh what is the next uh, thing we have on the line? We're g- we're gonna get ready to piss some people off. So we're gonna go with female wrestler of the year. Piss him off. And the irony of this, Sam, is uh, I know this is your Luchie's debut. Luchis. Right. Last year this was a controversial award.
1: I remember I watched, I watched.
3: And people were pissed off of who was number one. But I like agreed been, with you though. Like I've been saying every this whole year, right. I, nobody had a counter for me. Right. And people are probably going to get pissed off with this one, but right. let's jump into the You ready? The top you 10. Ready, ready?
2: Female Wrestler of the Year, number 10.
1: Okay. That that one had a little bit more base to it. That. I feel like I was watching an episode of Family Matters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's
1: a great show. It is a great show. I love yeah, that show.
3: Um, coming in number 10, um, big fan of her. Uh, Sam and I recently saw a Shine show out in Queens. Um, she was in the main event. Uh She's been killing it all around in all these different promotions. I also got to see her at Bloodsport. Josh Barnett's show. Is that what they do every 28 days? No, Leo.
4: Disgusting
3: ass. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And uh, she's your current NWA Women's Champion, and that's Allison K. Big fan of her. Uh, She was in our list, I think, like a year or two ago when she was still an Impact. Great performer. Uh, Big fan of her. And this is a a chick that I'm surprised that WWE kind of let slip because she's great. She's great. She's great in the ring in a a technical level, and
1: she has star ring on her. Uh, One thing I got to say about that, that Shine show is, like, as the night progressed, the matches got better and better and better and uh allison k definitely stood out that night as mm-hmm. somebody that i was like damn why is she still wrestling here she could be mm-hmm. you know in wwe the, or, well, now she, yeah, I, I mean they know. let her
3: slip you know she did the the may young classic uh right. last year and you know she did her thing in impact where the, that's the first time i i got like uh introduced to her yeah. right and She's been killing the indies, and you know she's the current NWA Women's Champion. Um, she's do, she's doing the thing. Maybe right. WWE doesn't see anything in, in her, which I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe, maybe. WWE try to give her some a low lowball deal. Who knows?
1: Right, right. Maybe or maybe the schedule's just too too hectic for her. But she definitely deserves a spot on the list and uh you know let's see where you know she goes with NWA in, in the next year mm-hmm. coming up coming in number 9 she was actually an honorable mention for
3: a breakout star of the year last year and she actually made the the top 10 for female wrestlers of this year and man this chick she's a star she's great in the ring she could to me personally i could see her hanging out with the best of them you know like the Charlotte Flairs and the Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch's and Natalias um she's just Bailey, Solid, dude. That's Bianca Belair. Big fan of her. Um, yeah. The thing she does in the ring for a girl her size, and I don't mean that with no disrespect, is that she's just, she just solid. You know what I'm saying? She right. does a 450 with no problem. I love the fact that she uses her hair as, mm-hmm. a, as a weapon in the ring, but the, the referee can't do nothing about it because that's your body part. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, big fan of hers. I hope that when she does get drafted to either Raw or SmackDown,
1: somewhere down the line, they just put the rocket behind her. Right. Yeah. complete and total athlete right there. And I love what you said when you said that she uses her hair or reminds me of like a Mortal Kombat, uh, you know, character like a in a video game. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's part of her, her uh, you know, repertoire of, uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, I don't know. Oh, what oh. she uses. Her right, moveset. Right. Her moveset. That's that's what I was going at. That's what I get paid to be here. There you go, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, she's phenomenal. She oozes charisma, too. Oozes charisma. You know, you just want to see what she's going to say. And for somebody that didn't grow up watching wrestling, because I was listening to an interview, she wasn't a fan growing up. I mean, she's taken it to elect- a duck to water. She knows, you know, what to do and when to do it. Uh Complete breakout star, in my opinion, this year. You know what I mean? But, you know, definitely deserves a spot on the list for female wrestler of the year.
3: Coming to number eight, um, we were talking about her earlier due to uh, Sandman playing himself, and mm-hmm. that's Jordan Grace. Big fan of hers. Uh, you know, she'll be uh, gunning for that uh, Impact Women's Championship um, later in January for Heart to Kill. This is a, this is a, a, an athlete that, you know, she can wrestle women Mm-hmm. And dudes, you know what I'm saying, and they yeah. hang with the best of them. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of Big Mama Pump. You know, uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the future's bright for her. She's
1: jacked. She's strong. Um, great in the ring. Uh, once she gets a little bit more of that charisma, once mm-hmm. she gets a little bit more of that, man, she could she could be something super special in this business. Um, you know, definitely deserves a spot on the list. She she's been working her ass off. And, uh, you know, 2020 is looking bright for Jordan Grace. Coming to number seven, big fan of her both in the ring and outside of the ring, if you know
3: what I'm mm. talking about. Oh man. Oh, man. oh, man, and she gave us a heel turn this year. Woo! Let's take a moment. Man, let me, let me tell you with that heel turn, brother. And she's a badass in the ring. And for a talent. That English is their second language and can't necessarily cut promos that well. Right. Still oozes charisma, and that's Io Shirai. Mm, Io yeah. Shirai, big fan. I feel like her heel run is overshadowing her uh, white meat baby face, Absolutely. face run. And big fan of her. I hope at some point in 2020 she ends up getting that NXT Women's Championship belt. Um, big fan of her. Her match with the Candice Ray. Everything she does in the ring, it's just. Amazing.
1: Going back to, you know, where we talked about where Baron Corbin didn't really get his niche until he put that crown on, that, that king gimmick. When she had that heel turn, I feel like that's what we know, didn't know we needed from her because she was already killing it before the heel turn. Mm-hmm. And if she does it and it's like, okay, this is it. It, it that, made you pay attention. Right. That's that's what nice. we're we wanted to see. That's what we want to see. Don't change. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, the sky's the limit for her. You know, they haven't put the title on her yet because, you know, you got to give Rhea Ripley her time. But I'm sure down the line, that's one of those talents that's going to stay in NXT and thrive in NXT. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with staying, you know, in NXT at all. You know, that's that third brand now. Like Marty said earlier, it's the premier brand in WWE that's for for, for, for fans like us that enjoy the in-ring work more than just, you know, the the you know Barnum and Bailey circus act da, 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 that this da, 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 man puts da, da. on every you know Friday and, and Monday night. Um, you know she is phenomenal.
2: Damon phenomenal. Chan has a really good question. He says Jordan and Grisham are low key the best wrestling couple. He says wait, I take it back. Io
1: Shirai and Evil.
3: A wrestling low-key power couple. I just found out mm. recently that, that she was engaged to
1: Evil. I'm like, what the
3: fuck? When did this happen? <laughs> I didn't know that I until
1: didn't... you said that, Damon. So.
3: But all I have to say is, Evil, you are one lucky man, brother. One lucky man. There you go. Um, coming at number six, she actually moved to one spot from last year. And I, I know people are probably not going to like where she's at. Maybe she should be higher because how she's ending 2019. But that's Rhea Ripley. Let's be honest here. She should be number one. She's having a great <laughs> run right now. Right, And she did start out the year as NXT UK champion. But kind of like what I was saying last year, we're not going to just, because you're having a good quarter, that doesn't overshadow the whole year. This is called the 2019 Luchies. Last year, she was a number seven. Mm -hmm. This year, she's a number six. But I will say this. She could easily be number one next year. If they keep this rocket behind her. Cause she has star Wren all over her. Mm-hmm. I feel like she could surpass Charlotte and Becky Lynch. That's how good she is. Mm-hmm. That's how good she is, and she's only I think twenty three. Yeah, she's Damn. young. So that right here could be the face of the company. Yeah, that's yeah. why I put her at number six.
1: It almost looks like that's. It, it looks like Triple H's daughter almost. When you see that yeah. photo with them with the yeah, she, tongue sticking yeah, out. Yeah, she's Pete Donna J's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's, she's that metal uh, daughter that Triple H wish he always had. That and, motorhead daughter. Right, right. Um So expect a lot more of this push down the line. And it's not just because, you know, her and Triple H have a, a good personal relationship. Um It's because she deserves it. You know, like Mario touched on, she's only 23 years old. She's in phenomenal shape. You know, she could put on a great match. Again, going back to what I said bit about Bianca Belair, she knows what to do and when to do it. Um, man, and if you think that the WWE main roster females don't realize what's coming down the pipe <laughs> you're sadly mistaken because i felt a lot of very real jealousy in that that survivor series match and you know you could say that i'm being worked or whatever but i don't want to be being worked. It. I, I know charlotte was looking charlotte, at her like and i'll even bitch. throw becky in there too <laughs> yeah like they were looking okay. like all right becky was more easy like to take my spot
3: becky was more like in the sense like all right i know I know what I'm. I know what I'm expecting here. Yeah, it's like she feels it. Right. And Charlotte, I could tell she was feeling a little, you
1: know, feeling some kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's another big girl like Charlotte. Mm -hmm. You know, very athletic.
2: Rhea Ripley becoming the mosh pit kid was the best thing she did. Uh, Really makes her stand out from all the other blonde wrestlers. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, it did. And also uh, Lacey Evans, Charlotte, they were all looking at her.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So.
2: We'll see. Coming
3: at number, number five, Ty. big fan of her. Uh, she of was an uh, honorable mention last year for us. Um, and now she's number five. She has an incredible year. She's ran out the current Impact Wrestling Women's Champion, and that's Taya Valkyrie. Another one. Star Ren all over her. And... Now, with Morrison going back to the WWE and even Paige calling out Ty, like, hey, sign Ty, too. Right. You know, her contract is supposed to be coming up soon if it's not up, and maybe she's signing like a day to day basis with Impact. So maybe she drops that uh, Impact Women's uh, Championship at some point. Who knows? Maybe somewhere down the line in 2020, she signs a deal with WWE. I'd
1: be very happy about that. And you, you took a photo with her over wrestling. Yeah, I had a, a
3: great conversation with her about uh, hairstyles and hair. She's very, very sweet girl. Um,. And, and I'm glad that Impact has done her so well and let her be her, you know, not giving like a stomach gimmick. And right. this is a girl that, that, you know, screams out baby face, but she's done such a great job portraying this heel persona in mm-hmm. Impact. And you got to praise Impact for that, too, for allowing their talent to be who they want to be, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I give her a lot of props for going down to Mexico um, hey, cool. and, and doing her thing. Uh, you know, th- this girl, she is phenomenal talent, and, uh, we saw her at a House of Hardcore show, even, uh, Ugh. and some it's asshole fan spit on her, and I, I feel like she, uh... Wait, wait, wait,
0: somebody spit on her?
1: Yeah, you. Yeah, we, we did a we show, talked we talked it. about I don't it, remember. a whole episode, almost, about fan etiquette.
0: Congratulations, you played yourself. All right. I don't but, remember.
1: Um... Man, she she took it in stride. I feel like John Morrison got more pissed off mm. about it than she did. Tommy got pissed too. Yeah, Tommy did get pissed. Um you know, that you know, if you want to hear about that, go back, yeah, go back in the archives and listen, but um, What
2: what episodes? So I can go back and listen to it. It's a it's no, titled no, let, fanatic.
3: Let, let, let him search for it, man. Okay. Let him do some work. <laughs> huh. All right, coming in at number 4, um kind of dropped down on the list. Um people were upset that we made her our number one last year, mm. right. but now she's number four and that's Charlotte Flair. Listen. I know Charlotte. people like to give shit to Charlotte Flair. La they try to give her shit because they try to say that she's an unsafe worker, that she believes her hype too much, But blah Listen, I don't read into none of that bullshit. If you're one of these fucking marks that believe all this shit that she that she purposely was hurting uh Kyrie Sane in that in that terrible TLC match that they had a couple weeks ago, you're out of your fucking mind. Listen, if anybody's to blame in that is the referees for not fucking taking care of the situation, okay? Right, right. When you're in the moment there and you're in a fucking match, you don't really realize what the hell's going on. And and for anybody to think that Charlotte Flair was really trying to hurt Kyrie saying something's fucking wrong with you. It's yeah. the same people that fucking were criticizing Seth Rollins for like ending Sting's career and thought that he m- intended to do that or the whole Finn Balor situation. Or Gol-
2: I, Goldberg and, uh, and Bret they're, Hart.
3: They're not doing a ballet there. Yeah, they're, they're busting their ass There's shit like this will happen if anybody's to blame there's the fucking referees not fucking Charlotte Flair and you guys can hate Charlotte Flair all she wants oh she's fucking uh the chosen one cause she's a flair she's phenomenal she can wrestle dudes if WWE allowed it that's how yeah. good she is she mm-hmm. out wrestles some of the dudes alright and nobody's gonna take away that f- from her but she's not number one and she's not number two either Yeah, it, but she did crack yeah, but five. but look
2: look at her brother. Like just with the name, just the name's gonna get you there. But the name's not gonna keep you there. Yeah, and yeah. she's been able to stay there, close to the top in any list that you get, not even just ours. And and you
3: know what, she's still gonna be there in the years to come. Yeah, that, because she's able to keep up. And she's gonna go down in history as arguably one of the greatest female performers of all time.
1: Yeah, that that, a lot of people give her flack for being a flare. That that last name is heavy. It's a heavy cross to bear. You think about what happened with David. You know? Yeah. I mean, he fell into away. big depression. I mean, you, that's a big shadow to get look out of. Look
2: at all of. the Von Eric's. Look at all, you know what I mean? You have a lot of second and third generation people that just can't hang. Right. And, and she's there.
1: And you look at Charlotte in the way that she's almost, almost, and this is coming from one of the biggest Ric Flair fans on the planet, almost outshined her she father. She might potentially surpass her father. Right. Down the line, she may, she may do it. And mm-hmm.
3: um, hey, listen, I know people are listening to this or even watching us and they're probably upset that we're talking about Charlotte Flair and yeah. praising the way she...
1: But guess what? It's
3: actual facts.
1: Wait, She's was that, that
2: good. Are we at number three or number four?
3: four. We are a number... Number four, we're about to go in number three. Okay, because the production scene just uh, got lost for a second. Go, Dale. Coming in number, uh, three, number um, three, another, another uh, uh, talent that I feel like gets a lot of hate. They say that she's not good in the ring. Leo. I think she's amazing in the ring. I think she's a great talent. And, man, just seeing her in that triple threat match at Survivor. Well, not nah, let me rephrase that. Not in the actual match, but, like, leading up to it, that face-off promo she had with Becky Lynch. Um, it's only a matter of time where we're going to see this match, this one-on-one match between Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler, which is my number three. Um, I I love this woman. I think she's great. Mm -hmm. Um, She put on an incredible match with Rhea Ripley a couple weeks ago. She has had an incredible run with the NXT Women's Championship. She added so much value to that title. And, you know, for a talent that she's kind of like in a late age in her career, she's performing like a like a young star.
1: Yeah. And uh she's our number 3. What I uh, what I got to say about her. She's she's a bit of a throwback. I was, you know, catching up the other day watching uh, her and Rhea Ripley's match cuz I didn't watch it live and I saw them working uh, the rear naked choke and I'm thinking to myself like, man, they're working at a hold like two old veterans. Like I felt like I was watching like a Rick Flair match almost. Like it didn't come off as a new new school type of vibe. And, you know, I've seen that in the past with her when she was wrestling with Io Shirai. The, this girl knows or this woman knows wrestling. She's a mm. wrestling fan and she watches old wrestling. You could tell by her matches, you know, it, I, I look at her and I see the four horsemen a lot. I see a bit of Tully Blanchard. I see a bit of Arn Anderson. I see a bit of Ric Flair. You know what I mean? She she watches old NWA, and it, it, you could tell by, like, the sh- it just comes out in, in, in her matches, and she's phenomenal. Um, she knows how to be a heel. She doesn't work for the crowd. She works for the match. She does what makes sense in the match. She knows how to tell a story, and she does it well. So, you know, wherever, you know, she winds up after this whole NXT title run, you know, it's going to be interesting to see in 2020 because man, the the female roster in WWE is something to be reckoned with. They it's have so, the best female roster in wrestling. Right. So you could put her on SmackDown, you could put her on Raw, you know, and and bring her two henchmen with
3: her. I'll tell you what, man, and this is kinda of like something else, and and people won't be like, Oh, well that's stupid, that'll be a downgrade. I don't wanna be surprised if like one day they're like, Yo, fuck it, let 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 her and her and her posse invade NXT mm-hmm. UK and just start
2: attacking right? women. Right. Well, and it'll spe- make sense.
1: We, we, I forget about NXT UK a lot. Well,
2: you're going to talk about it now because through the Grapevine,
3: uh, they're saying that Shawn Michaels is now going to be
1: the head. Triple
3: H passed it on
1: to Shawn. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: uh, Shawn Michaels has full control. He's Mm -hmm. flying out there for all their TV tapings, which is like every every other month or like every six weeks or something like that.
2: Right. So what up to our boy, Fad Mania, who's not going to be seeing HBK all the time because he's always going to those. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. So we got one and two, right? So we're going to do, we're going to just say number one because I know... It's it's obvious who the, the two are, right? Right. No. It's pretty. It's pretty no, obvious. It's not obvious. Well, Leo's an old man, but it's pretty obvious who one and two are. So,
1: number one, female. But we didn't say number two.
2: Exactly. Ah, that's what we, he's leading up oh, to. Okay. Don't
3: mess it up. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're, we'll get to. We'll get to talk, <laughs> we're gonna talk about both of them in the same here because okay. it, it's pretty obvious who of one course. and two are. Right. Right. It's like a I'm split. Talk, yeah. So so now I gotta put one and
2: two on the ground. You don't have to put anything. So I'm gonna put one now Okay Coming in At number one As Last female time. Wrestler Of the year Not a rose Not a rose Not a roast for the money
3: By the way people are gonna be super pissed off
4: <laughs> What?
1: So, That's some great entrance music. Yeah.
3: So the irony of this is: here's the irony of this. And Rose oh. is not number one. Last year, what? People gave a shit on why we didn't make Becky Lynch number one. Oh, you got hate mail last year. Uh huh. Which I don't give a shit because nobody had a counter. It. <laughs> but
2: and plus, they don't have our address, so I don't know where the hell they were sending it <laughs> to.
3: <laughs> at Lucha. At Lucha. <laughs> um, <laughs> and now this year, we're no. gonna get the hate. Because Tessa Blanchard is a number
1: one. Right. Tessa, Tessa Bl- Blanchard. Listen,
3: I love Tessa Blanchard. I'm yes. one of the biggest Tessa Blanchard fans. I'm going to see her next week at um, ICW. Oh, tell I say what's up. We go mm-hmm. way back. All right, Leon. That's kind of scary because she's y- way younger than us, and you're an old man. So yeah. if you guys go way back, that didn't come out right. <laughs> <at all>. Um, <laughs> But um, <laughs> Tessa Blanchard, while her performance- performances in the ring have been incredible, right? Right. They just haven't been as memorable because she hasn't really won big matches. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's had big matches, high profile
2: matches. Her she's had Sammy high Callahan.
3: profile matches, right? But like, let's go back to January, which people don't like to do when they do fucking, uh, you know, these yep. award shows. You got to look at the it's, whole year it's right? from June right. to now. It, exactly, that's what they think, right? <laughs> so because if that's the model, we're gonna go. It's from it's from the it's from August to to, to November. Then Becky Lynch would have been number one last you, year. You right? go by the school year, exactly. So. <laughs> If you go back to January, Tessa Blanchard dropped that women's championship to Taya Valkyrie. That's what started Taya Valkyrie's uh Rain. long reign, right? You know, she did get a memorable win against Gail Kim, I believe, at Rebellion, which was a great match. It's probably one of the best women's matches of this year. But after that, she's kind of just been bouncing around. You know, she's been having memorable feuds with Sammy Callahan, but Sammy Callahan went over, even though that, that loss didn't damage Tessa Blanchard. Right. And then she had a memorable ladder match for the X Division title at Bound for Glory, but obviously it was Ace Austin's time to get that belt. Right. right. And now towards the end, tail end of this uh, 2019, we're getting the Sammy Callahan feud once again. But now it's for the world title, and it's the first time ever going into 2020 mm-hmm. where we might potentially see Tessa Blanchard win that world title. Now let's say if that all would have happened in 2019, now that probably might have trumped Becky Lynch's yeah, run. But right. going to Becky Lynch's run, you main event WrestleMania, you win the Royal Rumble, you. Or the, the, the front cover of the video game. You had incredible match with Sasha Banks. Uh, Natalia. Yes, her booking has been questionable at times. But she's still
1: the star in the WWE. She's been able to recover from it.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. So you cannot not. And I know some people are tired of Becky Lynch. I, I know that. We're smart enough to know that. Right. But those are the same exact people that were shitting on me on why they make Becky Lynch number one last year. Now that you
2: think people are tired of her because she's associated with Seth Rollins?
3: It could be a possibility. It also could be that like we had... Like negative by association? Uh, it also could be that she was booked in a feud with Lacey Evans and nobody gave a shit, give a no, shit about her. No, not know And also, maybe there's been a backlash too because the way she won that main event at WrestleMania was kind of a fugazi finish. Right. right. A damn shame. But, but she is number one. She's number one, and we're probably going to get hay for it. But I yeah. don't care. And we want Tessa
2: to be number one next year. So yes. if we follow the trend. That means Tessa will be number one next year, and then Becky will be number four. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, fine. So well, honorable mentions, you have any?
3: Yeah. So uh, I do have honorable mentions. Neither Rose. But, but people are already upset that we I made Becky. I don't, I don't. And, and guess what? I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Sam. Sam could clean it up. Go ahead, Sam. Sam can clean it up, but I'm not going to do that. Because no. the same people that, that, that were complaining about Becky Lynch not being number one last year, they, they're complaining about it now. Like, but, Tessa, Tessa, great. She might be one of the best wrestlers in mm-hmm. the world right now, okay? I love Tessa, but Becky outshines her she didn't main Look.
1: event Wrestlemania this year she didn't win the Royal Rumble this year I mean right there no 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 no, right no, no, no but right it, people yeah. are gonna be like oh well yeah. she's in a
3: different company but she she didn't have a big win that was no. like holy shit like everybody talking
2: about it the and next I know day. she's been
3: killing it in the indies yeah. and all that stuff but
2: like to hardcore wrestling fans we know who Tessa Blanchard is to the to the occasional not even just WWE just the occasional wrestling fan okay who's this you know what I mean? Right. Like, again, not just because Becky's in the WWE does she mean that she gets that by default. It just means that when she was brought up and when she was put on the spot, she delivered. So, at the end of the year, that's why Becky is higher than Tessa, because she was in in that Royal Rumble. She was in that match. She has been the, the face, even though, again, like Mario said, the booking hasn't been all that great but when you, times, up, when you ask her to come up when you ask her to come up
3: she's been able to come up to the to the plate and make things happen. Also I want, I want to point out too that to make the people that are upset feel a little bit better, you could swap one and two. Like yeah. for it, depending on your preference. This is our well, show. isn't that what it, Lars Sullivan it, does? It, it's our show. It's our podcast. I really don't give a shit if you don't like my number 1 or our number 1. You you're going to say but you could, don't mention. You mentioned. could swap either one. I don't wanna to uh Tony Storm Okay, Sasha Banks for mm. Chris Brown. Sasha Banks is actually an honorable the mention. Heel, yeah. uh-huh. heel, Sasha. Um, Oscar and Kyrie Sane. uh, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, Nikki Cross. Mia Yim, yes. Um, you know, he's a... eating good. But okay, let's move on to
2: events of the no, year. No, 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 keep yeah, going, keep yeah. going. No, no, that's it, that's it, that's you all. Know, it
1: You yeah. want to put like Ronda in there just for the first quarter?
3: She was only there for it, half of the year. You can't count. I, this is th- an
1: honorable I, mention.
3: This is what I will say about Ronda.
1: Because without her, there's. This Half what, of that main it, event.
3: But it was the first quarter. So maybe you can make her an honorable mention. This is what I will be, say about the Ron, about the Ronda situation. Not in women's wrestling, but when it comes to the WWE world. Right? Maybe not NXT so much. That SmackDown and Raw women's roster, the climate has changed so much since Ronda has left. Oh, it's not, for, so yeah. everybody that was bashing Ronda, shitting on her, shitting on us for making our, our breakout star of the year mm-hmm. last year. Like come on. Look at the look at the women's even Ember Moon and Alexa Bliss had to acknowledge at a WWE backstage how the women's evolution revolution in Raw and Smackdown hasn't been like how it once once. Hey, what what haven't we gotten this year that we got last year in 2018 a WWE Evolution pay-per-view?
2: Yeah. You at least should have done that. Yeah. Oh, but we did. We gave you the match and, and money in the sand. <laughs>
3: Alright, let's go on to events of the year.
2: Oh god. Events of the year. Luchis twenty nineteen.
3: Number ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Alright. Come in number ten. Uh we're gonna start number with... ten. <laughs> Sorry in number 10, uh, we're going to we we're gonna start with TakeOver 25. Uh, top to bottom, this was a great pay-per-view. Um, TakeOver 25. Okay, yeah.
2: Sorry, I'm done. I'm
3: done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm, done. I'm, done. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a great show. Um, in the main event, Adam Cole uh, won finally the NXT uh, World Strap. Um, great show. Um, top to bottom. Unfortunately,
1: uh, we couldn't go. It was in Connecticut. We really wanted to go. But uh, all in all, I really enjoyed the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I didn't watch this one live, and Mario was like, you got to watch it, you got to watch it, man. It's a great show. Uh, I took the time to watch it and man phenomenal 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 one of the best shows of the year Uh, man if things just would have lined up right we could have actually been there Mm -hmm. you know it's a short drive up 95 Mm -hmm. for us but it just didn't work out Um, but man. It was a great show from top to bottom. And, you know, everybody in Brooklyn uh, for NXT New York wanted Adam Cole to win. And I feel like they put that show on in Connecticut just to kind of like give some of the fans, like, okay, you wanted it. Here you go. And
3: also, (laughs) I I will say that, uh, you know, going back to TakeOver New York, and we'll talk about that show in a little bit later Mm on, um, that crowd wanted Adam Cole to win. And Johnny won the crowd back. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah. And now, fast forward to TakeOver 25, you started getting that again, the the mixed reactions for Johnny Gargano. Right. And, and then eventually we got Adam Cole um, getting the NXT Championship. But uh, TakeOvers, you know, you could go through the TakeOver uh, like throughout the whole year span. A- any of those shows can make it on this list. You could do a 1 here. to
1: 10. And <laughs> if you only watch the WWE product, they are the top 10 because all those TakeOvers are probably better than yeah. any res- wrestling event that WWE put on
3: making a, uh, making a for a promotion that that never made like the shows of the year they actually um uh, made they're, they're making their debut actually on this list right now and that's impact wrestling uh impact rebellion um that that was a great pay-per-view you had sammy callahan versus rich swan you had john uh, morrison versus an uh, injured brian cage brian cage ends up winning the title he didn't win it how you wanted to win it because he was like half fucked up Uh, because of his back uh, situation Um, but uh, there was the debut in Michael Elgin and that's one thing I gotta praise uh, Impact Wrestling they've done a great job with Michael Elgin Um, in Ring of Honor they kind of didn't know what they had with him and he's definitely developed in Impact Wrestling um with this character also the main event you had a, a a tlc match between the lucha brothers and lax which were teams that we were talking about before that were our one and two and these are teams that were killing it before they were killing an AEW. Yeah. you know what i'm saying right, right and this pay-per-view was great also you uh we talked about tessa blanchard you know people pissed off because i make her number one but it's okay um you had tessa blanchard versus gail kim which i i go on record this is probably one of the best ma- women's matches of this year
1: yeah absolutely that's the match that stands out in my eyes when you talk about this pay-per-view mm-hmm. so um a- absolutely phenomenal uh event uh, if you haven't watched it uh, take the time out to watch it i don't know if impact plus does uh a, a i think i think impact trial. plus uh has their pay-per-views on there and i think yeah. they do like a 30-day trial or something yeah like so that. if you if you haven't watched it do the 30-day trial watch it watch the event and then cancel it or if you like the the you know thing come Support impact wrestling. You know. Support all wrestling. See, there you
3: that, go. That's the positive. You know, like me, Sam. There that's you the go. positive, Sam. i like. like, <laughs> um, okay, coming in number uh, eight. Uh, WrestleMania 35. They finally gave us a good WrestleMania this year. Um, it's about time. It's not. <laughs> it's not higher on the on the card, you know, because WrestleMania just a long show. But man, WrestleMania did give us some incredible moments this year, like you said. Probably the moment of the year with Kofi Kingston, uh, uh, winning that WWE World Championship off of Daniel Bryan, and uh, overall it was a fun WrestleMania. So why wouldn't it be on our list?
1: Yeah, yeah, I had a great time. I, I was uh in attendance, man. I had a phenomenal time. Where were you Mario? I was getting trashed at
3: a bar watching WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, there's a funny story. We're not gonna tell that one on air, but maybe if you and catch the dark us files. A, yeah, if you catch us at an event and you ask us, we'll what tell you the story in person. We'll tell you in person. But um, yeah, it was a. a memorable night to say the least for me and mario um but uh even better uh event while it was uh going on you know you talk about the women's triple threat match it did have a little bit of fugazi finish but they made history um you know being the first women to main event and uh that's disgusting jesus leo (laughs) come on
2: Sorry, keep going. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs>
1: you got me off. All, all fucked right. Up. going on to number seven.
3: Stop, oh, man. Stop <laughs> showing a shit. You already, little... already fucked up the show enough. Come in at number seven.
2: <laughs> Mitch was his name. <laughs> <laughs> that is a disgusting ass. No! No! Mitch and Derek. Sorry, guys.
3: Event of the year. All right. Um, number eight. I don't even know how to. Number eight. Number eight. Go. Event of the year. Number eight. Listen, you stop paying attention to the stupid fucking Lars Sullivan thing. You would know we're in number seven. You idiot. Oh, we are. Okay. My (laughs) bad. Sorry. Coming to number seven. NXT UK Cardiff. Um, Cardiff. Man, this is a a show top to bottom was just an amazing thing. And even for someone that like you that is not too familiar with the NXT UK
1: brand, right? This show stood out like man, especially with the main event. We, I b- believe we were texting each other, and I was like, who's this guy? What's this guy's name again? And I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, damn, this is amazing. And I, if I remember correctly, this this show was in the middle of the day, right before uh, the AEW pay-per-view. All Out. And, yeah, it was.
3: you know, spoiler, All Out isn't on this list, but NXT UK's Cardiff is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope, you know, that down the line, they go head-to-head again, <laughs> because it was just a great day of well, wrestling. Well,
3: you're talking about head-to-head, and you're talking about a good day in wrestling. um it's not going to be AEW and NXT UK, but I believe January the 12th, if I'm not mistaken, it'll be the next NXT UK show. Okay. So you have that in the afternoon, and then at night, you have Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill.
1: Right? There you go. So uh, you have
3: a day of wrestling right there.
1: Yeah, a good day of
3: wrestling. We're getting a lot of these. I like this. Coming in number six, um, you know, we've all had different opinions about this show, but one thing that we did agree on it, you know... Was it was a very historical show, especially with the last three matches of this uh, debut and pay per view for this new promotion? That's AEW's Double or Nothing. Um, one of the matches on there, people say that it's match of the year. Um, that show with their little hiccups and stuff mm-hmm. right. got better as the night progressed. Yeah, you know. Um, and it's chi- it's trials and tribulations for AEW, but you know, out of all the pay per views that AEW has put out. And this was the more historical
1: one, you know. Yeah, and to think that they didn't have their world championship yet when this went on, and they still put on a pay per view that mattered. You know, you talk about that Cody and Dustin match. You talk about you know the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks, the build going into that. uh, You know, just just a great pay per view, man. Just a great pay per view. We watched it here with Leo. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it was a good it was a good time, man.
3: It was a good time. Leo was snowing this.
1: (laughs) I'm an
2: old man,
3: bro. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm talking about great pay-per-views. You know, We're going to praise WWE here because it's coming number five. It's a recent one, Survivor Series. Uh, Survivor Series top to bottom. This was a really, really great show. Maybe the main event, not so much, but if you kind of take the main event out or maybe place the main event somewhere else on Mm -hmm. the show, this show would have been a perfect show. Yeah. In my opinion, uh, the the lead up to Survivor Series was amazing with the NXT and NXT going over, which is what we all wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a Survivor Series that felt like it mattered and it kind of gave you old school vibes when Survivor Series was actually like you know a thing. You know, yeah,
1: it, it brought you back to the old school feel of you know Survivor Series being one of the big four that it you know it actually mattered and there was some uh, you know good build up leading into it you know what i mean and i was really really you know my expectations were super high going in if you go back and listen to some of our old episodes i was like yo this could be the best survivor series in the last 10 years i think that they they pulled through and gave us the best survivor series in the last 10 years so you know
3: i agree um coming to number four uh we talked about this show earlier um there were some negatives about this show but overall the positives outshine the negatives, in my opinion, and it was historical for all of us, you know, watching this promotion, right? I'm not going to include the other one here, but <laughs> this one promotion kind of being at the Madison Square Garden for a major show, and that's G1 Supercard, New Japan, not the Ring of Honor side Sep- of it Separate
2: the Ring of Honor part this from was, Ring of Honor. And let's be
3: honest here, this was a New Japan show. Yeah, It had New Japan feels
2: It had New Japan feels But then you had Ring of Honor Dark matches
3: You had Ring of Honor Just kind of like <laughs> Shit in the bed And man The ladder match wasn't bad We just no, didn't, no, we didn't like
1: Matt Taven winning yeah, the,
3: it The the outcome was terrible But the, the ladder match was good And it, even the tag match Which was like Ring of Honor guys And, and New Japan guys Was good too And also Will
1: Osprey and Jeff Cobb Which is Ring of Honor V New Japan Did you so- say
2: the Rumble? The, yeah, the Rumble was good, too. The, the, that was on the pre-show, that too, right? That was on right? the pre-show. Yeah, the Rumble was, was good, too.
1: That was a too. lot of fun, man. That's what it hit me in the feels when I saw some of the old-timers come out, like mm-hmm. Haku and and uh, you know Jushin Thunder Liger. I was like, oh, wow. And Grey Muda.
2: Grey yeah. Muda. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, the show
3: was good, man. By the
2: way, congratulations. You please yourself to the fucking asshole that was standing behind me explaining to his girlfriend who everybody was. So that's why I told my wife, no, let's go. We're going to go down there. And we went down there.
3: Really, really good show. Uh, G one Supercar definitely stood out. I went to that show. That was the only show you went to this year. Was it? <laughs> yes. Damn. Yeah. Is there a show I can fit in before the end of the year? No chance, brother. Uh, no chance. Okay, um, but yeah, overall, um, how could we not put this show on our top ten list? Yeah. You
1: know? I was I was really like hyped to see Ring of Honor in that on that stage of Madison Square Garden. And just to see how they kind of shit the bed I, I, afterwards was disappointing. But, man, it was such a good show when you talk about the New Japan stuff.
3: I tell you what, man. When we were uh, after Leo left early and we ended up getting his seats. Better seats. Um, And we ended up catching that main event uh, versus Jay White and Okada for that IWGP uh, Heavyweight Championship. Man, let me tell you something. The energy in that fucking arena.
1: It was amazing. Yes. Like, you could feel it.
3: Oh, yes, it was. It was, was like. It was chills, cause, fuck, man, it, it, you can't even describe it in words. Yeah, how I felt in there, and it kind of took me back when I was at Wrestle Kingdom for for New Japan, except this time I was on the floor and I had better seats, you know, at least for this match. You're welcome. And thank you. And <laughs> Okada getting that moment recapturing um that IWGP strap off of Jay White. That 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 moment where it's like one. Two, three, and the crowd just starts losing their fucking minds, and, and the then, eruption, and then oh, and, and especially because Madison Square Garden is such like a historical arena, it, it kind of is like a dome. Yeah, that so roof. You, so you just hear it, and That's you see wild. everybody like on their feet. Like one thing about that main event is nobody was sitting down. Every single person in that, that fucking arena was standing up for this match. Yeah.
2: Well, I was sitting down. I was in my car going, huh?
1: There's <laughs> a, a little bit of a wild story for that one, too, where I wound up sitting in between two of the largest human beings in New York City, and I was sitting in the aisle, and then I wound up behind. Uh, well, I was sitting in the press box, and Ishii was in the press box, mm-hmm. and then Leo winds up leaving. We wound up on the floor. That was a that was a crazy night Personally, for, for me, <laughs> and, and you
3: know, and, and I know we're touching a lot of, on G1 Supercar, but it was such a good show because we were there, you know. Um, no, but
2: even watching it back, because I think uh, I know I watched it back, I watched it back too, but just watching it back, you could feel that through the TV, like you could feel that energy. The,
3: the, yeah. I would compare the energy to like the energy I felt like from uh, uh, watching it TV wise, mm-hmm. like all in, that
1: mm-hmm. was the type
3: of energy uh, I felt. Yeah. From watching it back, and then obviously being there, it's like you just get this feeling, and you know, uh, part of the night. Uh, and this has nothing to do with New Japan or Ring of Honor in this case, but um, I kind of was in a funk for a little bit um, when the we found out about the whole Bret Hart, Hart attack, thing. and yeah. I was like, "Fuck, man!" And it kind of partially ruined my night. And then uh, Enzo and Cass came out, we and didn't that put ruined that my... motherfucker in the congratulations. That you, please, was an honorable so. mention. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Uh-huh. And then um, Enzo and Cass, which is another honorable mention, um, they kind of shit the bed too that night, also with the whole shoot. Work, shoot whatever they try to do. Um, forget all the Ring of Honor bullshit. That show was just amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was
3: uh, all in the feels for that one, man. All in the feels. Coming in number three, we're going to stick to New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom 13. Oh. Uh, man, uh, Kenny Omega's last match, a five star classic with Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh-huh. Chris Jericho versus Naito for the Intercontinental Championship. The
2: build up to that match, even
3: um, you know, you had Cody and Juice Robinson. You had the the to start the show, Will Ospreay and Kota tearing it up for the Never Openweight Championship. Um. Wrestle Kingdoms never disappoint, yeah,
1: and that's why they made it a num- our number three. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Anytime there's a Wrestle Kingdom, you just gotta know it's gonna wind it, up on this list it, somewhere down the line. It's
3: always a hit with Wrestle Kingdom, unlike Wrestlemania. So um, yeah,
1: you never know when you're gonna get a Wrestlemania. From what I hear, that they're gonna be booking Brock versus Tyson Fury. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen. Oh, that's God. rumors. God bless <laughs> you if you're going to Tampa. All
3: right, all right. Coming in number two, um, it happened. Survivor Series Weekend, and that's NXT WarGames. Um, I said it on this show. You know, this was a perfect show from the WWE um, with NXT WarGames. Uh, there was no uh, title matches in this show. Right. But, man, did every match fucking matter. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely, you man. Did. Uh, they told great stories in those War games matches. We got our first female War games match. And that one told, I thought, even more of a phenomenal story than the men's. But, you know, not knocking the men's. We got Kevin Owens showing up as uh, our surprise entrant. And uh, I thought it was absolutely phenomenal show perfect show also Kevin Owens rocking the
3: old school Kevin Owens shirt with the yeah. old school titron. I thought that was a nice little layer to it yeah nice little touch nice yeah, little touch great. and you know what it, what was great about that main event too was that you know Kevin Owens was a surprise but he did very minimal in the match and he didn't outshine the rest of the talent in the ring which is a good thing right right Um. now coming to number one number one show of 2019 there you go Number one, NXT Takeover New York WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Could it be any other show? Let's be honest here. Could it be any other show? This car top to bottom was great. Going back and watching it on TV, I actually enjoyed the show more watching it on TV than I actually did. Not saying that I had a horrible time uh, live, but there were certain parts of the show where I felt the crowd kind of died out, but then watching it back on TV, I'm like, okay, they didn't die out as much as I expected. Um, Like, for example, I remember uh, we were not down on the match, but we were like, oh, man, we expected a little bit more for Pete Dunne and Walter. Mm -hmm. But then I watched it back, and I was like, nah, this match was great. So sometimes it's tricky sometimes. Like, even when we went to full gear, um... I enjoyed the show, I enjoyed myself, but then going back and watching on TV, I enjoyed it even more watching on TV. Sometimes that happens, you know? That's why when I try to come, like, when it comes to shows that I go to, I always want to go back and watch it if I can, right. to come up with, like, a final decision, you know? Yeah. And NXT New York was so memorable, you know, between this one and G1 Supercard, that could be, like, shows of the weekend. Yeah. Um, and Johnny Gargano, we were talking about it before, how the Brooklyn crowd was booing him, and he
1: won the crowd back. Yeah, and that's hard to do in that market. Uh, We're a pretty rabid fan base. Um, I still remember leading up to, you know, going. Because me and Mario went, uh, I was freaking out. I was like, "You don't have your ticket yet? You don't have your ticket yet? You're doing that all weekend and freaking Relax. me the hell out." Uh,
3: and then <laughs> I ended up buying my ticket. And uh, Sam's like, "Are you in the arena?" He sends me a picture of, uh, of his seats or whatever. And then I send him the picture. Where I'm saying, "He's like, shit, you got better seats than me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to
1: spend an arm and a leg too. But that was a, that was a hot uh, ticket that weekend. Mm. Um, that that event spends uh, it, it. It holds a special place in my heart because. That, uh, you know, I got to share that with my wife, we, uh, you know, got to go to a wrestling event which we don't get to do very often we have four kids so sometimes to find a, a babysitter f- and the, the both rough. of us yeah getting to enjoy a night out is kind of rough sometimes but man it was a phenomenal show uh you know like we said match i mean uh, event of the year and the fact that i got to enjoy it my, my, with my wife and my best friend it, it, you oh, know, man. it was absolutely talk uh, about a, great a face night.
3: turn right here with mm-hmm. sam brother not saying because yeah. no i'm talking about like what you just said like you know like it's I think it's touching that you shared this moment with your wife and, you know, you took it to like an indie show before, like House of Hardcore, Yeah, I was there with you guys too, but this was like a real, real show, right? Like, you know, like a big show or whatever. And you just said right now, you know, it's kind of hard for you guys to like do these type of things, you know, because you have kids or whatever. Right. So what I'm saying is like such a face turn for you is like, you know, some people have been like critical, like, oh, say what? He's on the Brock Lesnar schedule. But, you know, I get it. Like we, we bust your balls, but we get why. I said it.
1: Right, right, man. Uh It could be rough sometimes. But, um, you know, moving forward, we're going to have a lot of fun stuff in, in 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Definitely I mean? will. Um, you good, Leo? What happened? The camera fell? No, oh, the battery dies, so I have to change oh, it. Oh, shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, some quick honorable mentions, and then we'll move on to the last category. We got um SummerSlam. I thought SummerSlam was a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Out, <laughs> Slam anniversary, Full Gear, and King of Pro Wrestling from New Japan.
2: Sophie Ray oh. is saying wrestling and romance. There you go. That's uh, the title of... Uh... Sam's book Tell you uh, what
3: if You, you <laughs> and um, you, I think you already know what, Yeah that's go a good name there Yeah I think yeah. I know what you're thinking. There you go right. yeah. Okay Let's go on With match of the year
0: Hold
2: on I wasn't ready for that one You did honorable mention right I'm not paying
0: attention uh,
2: Hold on Wait one second
0: Congratulations uh, You played uh, yourself We said we were
2: going to do <laughs> uh, Match of the year
1: I love Ooh, you Leo Ooh,
2: Ooh. And then we got to oh, change this For number 10 number one we have to go ahead and change it is this the last category that's the category that's the last category and you gotta hit that button right there (laughs) you gotta go match of the year 2019 Luchis number 10
3: I feel like going forward for the Luchis you gotta have that same song yeah we got to at this point (laughs) oh god presenting
2: the 2020 Luchis
3: do you have anything
2: to plug? Since you're doing commercials now. Loseradio.com. Tune in. And, download the Los Radio app and Bluetooth. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bluetooth uh, yeah. for that man in you. <laughs> wrestling and
3: romance. Oh, ahead, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Bluetooth. That's <laughs> it. This is the last award. Two hours and forty 20. minutes. Man, this is our. This is always our longest show of the year. Okay. And it
2: hasn't been a shit show and, except for that tag team.
3: Uh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, coming at number ten. Um, I, I, man. So every time I talk about this match, I always feel like I get the chills. Kind of like r truth winning the twenty four seven title. No. no sorry. Kinda no, like kind of like when we were talking I about Okada. Um, talking about Okada and Jay White having the match at yeah. the Garden. How yeah. we felt that energy. Right. Yeah, wow. Now, you felt the energy because you were there. I felt the energy from a viewer, but man, it was so emotional and like. I remember talking about it the following week. I remember we were doing this podcast, and I was getting goosebumps as I was talking about it. Mm. Um, Man, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania 35, it's one of those matches that sometimes you can't even describe in words. And one thing that we praised Kofi Kingston, and he ended up uh, being in in our top 10 list, is... The work that he's been doing this year—forget about if you you didn't like him as champion and you thought he was a weak champion—forget about all that bullshit. The work, his in-ring work, has been untouchable this mm-hmm. year. Probably the best year of his whole career. Yeah. For even if he wouldn't have won the title, the work he's been doing in the ring has been phenomenal. Right. And just seeing. You know, because you were in the crowd, just seeing how the crowd reacted when he got that win with with Daniel uh, over Daniel Bryan. Plus, that match was amazing, too. Um, Man, that was something else. And it was such a touching story, you know, uh, uh, for Kofi Kingston finally getting that accolade and, you know, seeing all the the videos on on social media and, 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 you know, on YouTube and wherever, you know, people crying in the crowd, MVP and, 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 um, and Sha and Shad from uh, Crime Time, you know, fucking hugging each other because they were so fucking yeah. happy that COVID Kingston, you know, won the title. Right. You know, not 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 the B title or anything like that. No, 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 right. no. He won the title. Right. right. With all that history, man, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting, getting kind of like,
2: Don't cry, Mario. I'm getting kind of
3: like, you know, like, uh, 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 emotional. Yeah, emotional. Talking about this, you know, and. And we're just Latinos here, right? So right. I can only imagine how that feels for somebody else, you know, that, that's yeah. African American and stuff, but go ahead.
1: Um, I cried. I was in the I cried in, in, in the in the uh, crowd there. Don't cry. I did, man. I teared up. Uh, and it was weird because I was sitting very close. I spent a lot of money on my ticket. So Mandy Rose's family was sitting in front of me. Okay. So they they're just casual fans. That, you know, her brother was Trashed. Mm-hmm. The, the kids were phenomenal, but they didn't feel it like how a yeah. wrestling fan. Like he's me he's or Mario me. Would feel it damn it. It's the couple to my right got the tickets for free. They didn't watch wrestling. It's real to me. What that's I gotta like, do is like that, that's bullshit. I'm so <laughs> yeah. They, they got them for free, and they were just kind of like, wow, I haven't really watched wow, since. Wow, like, Hulk Hogan still wrestling? Yeah, yeah, Young kids too, like in their 20s. I was just like, oh Jesus, you know. The guy behind me, shout out to the, the guy Rock behind me. Sorry, yo. We had a moment. We were like, yo. We it was caught, a bromance. Was it a Yeah, a push, it was push a, a nice little fist <laughs> pump. The tear was flowing down the eye. Oh, man. That was a a great WrestleMania moment. Sophie
2: Ray is a saying, I cried like a puta. <laughs> oh man.
1: I, I'm telling you, Sophie. Yo, it was a moment. Um, yeah, it was. It was uh, right
3: in the feels.
1: Yeah. And uh, that's one that will lift... Forever. I remember being at WrestleMania 29 and kind of leaving a little bit deflated.
3: I, I, I left deflated too because it's... It was what? no moment, bro. It was no moment. Nobody wanted to see Cena beat The Rock. And then I remember uh, part of... Like where I was sitting at, we were like, "Yo, how about they just made a fucking stipulation, to have Dolph Ziggler cashed in
1: on?" Right, it. they should have had because that's what you should have done. They
3: should have yeah. done. They should have had Dolph Ziggler cash in on on, on Cena, and the crowd would have lost their fucking mind. Bro,
1: everybody in my section was doing the same thing. Everybody was waiting for Dolph to to <sighs> come out, and he never came out. You know, that
3: would have been the that would
1: have been the Seth Rollins moment. And, right, and it's
2: fu- and it's funny because we're still only talking about match number ten. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is match number 10. Yeah, so I'm just saying, man, that that to me, I, I, me and Mario were going over this list, and I said, you know, I just don't know where to swap this match, but We, we kind of like,
3: wanted to put it higher, but it's like mm-hmm. the rest of these matches were so damn good, but I feel like this match had to be on the list. Somehow, someway, no. we needed to put this match and, on the and list. And not honorable mentions. And yeah. The, yeah, absolutely not, because the honorable mentions are fucking all over the place, but man, this match meant so much, and it, it was such a great match. It was a perfect match. To me, this was the match of, of the night,
1: yeah, absolutely, and um, you know, here's a big fuck you to Dave Meltzer. Four point five stars? Come on, that's a five star match. He's
2: just doing it to troll people.
1: Yeah,
3: and you know what? And 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 I'll give a fuck you also. I'll add on to the fuck you that people have been been trashing Kofi and his title run. Listen, he that's had a better he had a better title run than Seth Rollins this year. All right, yeah,
1: he did. He had a he better day. title run
2: than our uh, truth.
1: Damn, All man, right, you love R-True. I'm gonna get you R-True shirt for Christmas next we year. We should fucking get him the belt. <laughs> the the I soft will rock one it too.
2: All right, try somebody
3: to take it from me. Let's go on number nine. I'll um, fight the real for it. What? We talked about this guy Osprey. You know how he was a number two superstar uh, wrestler of the year, and he comes in at number nine with Okada <laughs> at, in the G1. Dude, these two put on a, a, a fucking amazing match at Corkin Hall in the G1 climax. Um you know, there's a couple of, I'm thinking a lot of you guys. There's a couple of G1 matches on here because the matches are so good. Yeah. Um, you know, you go on the list of all the G1 matches for this tournament. You know, there's so many matches on there that could make the whole top 10 list, you know? It's kind right. of like but, NXT and, and the pay-per-views. Go. But this match definitely stood out. Uh, you know, Okada made it in our list top four. Well, Ospreay top two. So uh, this match had to be on there.
1: Yeah, like you said, this might have been one of the best G1s in recent memory that i i can recall um you know you're talking about athleticism you know great storytelling you know you, you got it all from this match you know so number eight what's next
3: number eight um you know we he didn't make the the top 10 male wrestlers of the year but his match did make it on the top 10 matches of the year and that's kenny omega versus Tana Hodge from wrestle kingdom mm. uh, Happened in the beginning of the year. That's why I tell you guys, you got to go right? throughout the whole year. Number eight. Okay. Kenny Omega versus Tanahashi. Man, this match was like 45 minutes long. Busting their fucking ass. New Japan style fucking... Storytelling. Strong style. And, you know, it, it was one of those things that... Oh, Omega has to drop the title. But what if he doesn't? What if he stays champion? Maybe right. he doesn't go to AEW. And we're thinking... It, it Maybe was they're
2: a, playing us. Th-
3: that... That 24 hours leading up to Wrestle Kingdom, I remember Kenny Omega was trending all over the place. Nobody knew what this man was going to do. And just a way to end his New Japan career with having a a classic with Tanahashi says something about both superstars. And just to add one little layer, since we mentioned Tanahashi here, um, New Japan has confirmed the stipulation that if Tanahashi wins... nice. Beats Chris Jericho. January the fifth, he will get a future AEW World Title shot. So I think that's happening, bro. 2020 is gonna be big. 2020 is gonna be big. Um, anything want to add, Sam?
1: It was reminiscent of you know I'm a big basketball fan of Kobe Bryant and his last game scoring 60. You know, because he had that tremendous run over in New Japan. Not saying that Kenny Omega's career is over now, mm-hmm. but that's what it reminds me of just going out on a high note you know uh a great crescendo to you know a Somebody great run
2: word. i almost fell over crescendo
1: Go
3: ahead,
1: <laughs> i love you leo number seven man uh,
3: coming number seven um you know a lot of people were down on this guy including me uh when he first started getting this push in new japan and man he's he showed his ass off dude and this guy his winning title after title after title, and he ended up being uh getting to the final, of the G one with Abushi, and that's Jay White, Jay White versus uh Kota Bushi G one final. Uh, man, Jay White, it's a, Jay White's a guy, and the reason why I'm emphasizing on Jay White here is because you know he was an honorable mention in our list; he didn't make the top ten, but this guy has been having an incredible run. 2018, you didn't want to see him. 2018, he won me over. Yeah. Well, in twenty in 2019, and, oh, you know yeah. In 2018, he won me over after he oh, had... Oh, because a... 2018,
2: that's when he had the match he, at he, beat,
3: he, beat, he He had the match with... Uh... Tanahashi, which I wasn't a fan. Of. I'm like, why are they pushing this guy? And then, little by little, he started winning me over when he when he beat Kenny Omega for the United States mm-hmm. Championship. I'm like, okay, okay, I see what you're doing. And then he had that phenomenal match with Juice Robinson where they knocked over JR, remember? Yeah, yeah. And then... <laughs> Poor JR, <laughs> man. <You're> like... <laughs> oh, Yo, just... was like, I was thinking like, you were trying to think JR in that one, yeah. but that's what happened. JR, JR stabbed himself the other day for Christmas. Like, yeah. Poor JR, man. <laughs> Um, and then (laughs) the G one he had last year, he had a good show. And one thing I wanted to point out about Jay White, and I had this conversation with actually X, um, shout outs to X. Um, you know, after he dropped the IWGP heavyweight championship, I felt like he didn't stand out for a while, for like a couple months going into the summer. I felt like he fell back. He fell back a little bit. And in many ways, I thought like he kind of lost, um, confidence in himself. Okay. Because even his in-ring work was a little bit questionable. I'm not saying that he was working bad, but he just was like, whatever. Was that before the beard? That was like in the process of the beard okay. growing. Because that also added to his character, too. So then he then starts uh you know having a good showing in the G1, and he started getting his momentum back. And then he put on a phenomenal match with uh, Obushi in the final. Then he wins the Intercontinental Championship. So things are starting to look around for Jay White. And yeah. now he's in this big, uh you know... Uh, Storyline right now in New Japan with uh, you know Bushi and Okada and Naito, where it's like the road to becoming a double champion at night two for Wrestle Kingdom. So he's in a big program right now, and uh, you know you could make an argument for four guys here that could possibly become the first ever double champion. So don't
1: be surprised if it's Jay White i I could see that happening, but going back to the match, it was a phenomenal match um abushi winds up winning yeah. and 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 winning the the g one um man i just i just gotta say that 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 i can't say it enough that g one was one of the best there was in, in recent memory, and abushi is the one that i feel like really shines out of out of that that one um
3: and I remember a lot of people going into this g one um they were kind of questioning the 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 you know the the competitors and also it's like man kenny omega's not in here you know but man Mm -hmm. this g1
1: was great yeah if anything it gave more people more uh what's the word i'm looking for opportunity Uh, yeah like a lance archer right Mm -hmm. right to step up and now that like i said that big void is you know missing now you could fill that void with Ibushi now Lance Archer stepped up you know what I mean you've seen better matches at of Juice Robinson you know so yeah you know, New Japan just knows what they're doing over there so
3: okay coming in at number six now this is how I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with the audience here right now number
2: six Cole and Gargano which one
3: TakeOver oh. 25. <laughs> Don't get scared. They're coming in at number six. Um, Man, this match was incredible. We were talking about TakeOver 25 right now. Adam Cole finally becomes NXT World Champion. Uh, You know, I had to go back and look at the matches. And for whatever reason, when I was putting this list together and I was talking to Sam about it, you know, this match, for whatever reason, stood out. Um, a little bit more than the other two, but then my opinion changed a little bit when I was going back watching the match but uh, mm. this was a great match, and um you know, Cole getting that moment was amazing
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely it, like i said it almost felt like they were giving us a Oh, this is what you wanted a couple months ago. Well, here you go. But man, it was a phenomenal match. Uh, I said phenomenal a lot because we're going we're going so over many, some so many of the best matches, matches and and moments of the of the year. Um, so I just gotta give credit where credit's due. And this this uh, was feud could be the feud of the year. You know
3: Yeah, I mean? yeah, a lot of people could say that this was a feud. And it was a feud that just so happened it wasn't the feud that we were supposed to get.
1: Right. Yeah. It was a feud that we
3: didn't know we needed. Again, exactly. just let it play out and you're going to enjoy what you get.
2: Speaking of or feuds,
1: not.
4: speaking not of
3: it. feuds, this next match coming at number 5. Man, this feud right here. Whoo, whoo. What they did at All Out what the fuck, man? And that's the Lucha Brothers against the Young Bucks in the ladder match. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, Escalera de Muerte? Did yes. I say that right? Yeah, you did. Oh, no? hey, shit. Habla Español. Okay. Nice, bro. Oh, <laughs> um, man. He's been practicing his Español. Dude, Spanish. this fucking match. I remember watching this, and we commented on it, I think, like, the next day. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? How can how can the pay-per-view continue after this? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. obviously, we needed the world title. uh, match to be the main event and then and, and jericho and Paige did well you know it wasn't the match tonight but they did well in my opinion it was hard to follow it man. was a very hard to follow but man uh some of the things that the young bucks and, and the lucha brothers are doing it's like how the fuck are you guys even walking you know it, it reminded yeah. me a lot of like some of the earlier tlc matches mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah uh, it was uh, a car crash left and right um man if you have a friend that hasn't watched wrestling in a while Put that match on for him. That's all I got to say. And don't say anything. Yeah, just say, oh, you haven't watched wrestling in a while? Okay, hold on. Let me pull this up. Okay, let's watch this one. Are you sure? Because there's four more. I know. But this one, you know, people like car crashes no you no know, I people know. like you know and, and then it's hardcore like hardcore and stuff. then it was
3: like holy shit if they like gravitate to that then you go to impact rebellion and put on lax versus the lucha brothers in their tlc match you know there you go and now they
2: have three favorite tag teams <laughs> that they're gonna follow
3: there you go <laughs> and they're all under the same company AEW. now mm-hmm. don't like, drop the ball okay coming into number four I'm sticking sorry. in the AEW front uh dude i remember watching this match with all you guys and we were like well, I mean you guys watched it. Yeah, you were I watched sleeping. it the next day. And you No, you were sleeping.
2: I watched it the next day.
3: But just just run with it. Okay, we're sleeping. Um <laughs> Man, we were watching this match and we were like, Bro, this guy is putting the match of his career right now at like this late stage of his career, you know? Mm. And that's Dustin versus Cody. What the fuck, man? What that didn't make match. you cry. That made me cry a little bit. That match, yeah. dude, and it, it, You know, take away fucking Dustin still being amazing right now. Mm-hmm. It also goes to show how Cody plays to the crowd and how he got a pop coming out. But during the match, that crowd turned on him so quick because yeah. they wanted Dustin to win. We all wanted Dustin to win. Yeah, all that blood. We were like, oh, oh man. man. And then, man, Dustin put on the performance of his whole career dude
1: yeah absolutely i was so happy for dustin that one hits me in the feels because i i have some half brothers that i feel like i might have a similar relationship that cody and uh and dustin have in real life so that one hit me a little harder emotionally than any of the other matches um man it was just a great story that they told at the end, where he goes, "I don't need a friend, I don't need a partner, I need, I need a brother." brother. Ooh,
3: Whoa. I cried a little bit. That that, 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 that hits you right here. You're like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah!" That hits you right I here. I my brother.
1: <laughs> and you know, um. <laughs> you know, Dusty's just up there smiling down. He's very proud of his of his offspring. And uh, you know, I just can't wait to see what 2020 brings for, for AEW. I know that they gave us kind of a weird dynamite this past week or so two weeks ago but man i'm I'm telling you we're gonna have great wrestling coming this this year from this company
3: coming in number three uh another match that that hit us in the fields but a little bit different um not the same emotion as dustin and cody but it was definitely like a a roller coaster of a match because you're like fuck and you're uh, fucking jumping out of your seat especially with us and you know, we talked about the show, NXT Cardiff, UK, um, how it ended up being in our shows of the year, and one of the main reasons is Tyler Bate against Walter. Yeah. Fuck, man. Um, dude, Walter is a guy... First first of all, Tyler Bate, he, he could be a wrestler of the year. Yeah, that guy's if, phenomenal. If, if, you know, if they put the rocket behind him, you know, he could be a world champion. He, you know, he was the first ever NXT UK champion, but he could be more than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And... Walter, you know, a guy his size, he could work with anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was such a great story of a of an underdog. Oh, keep climbing, keep climbing, trying to fucking slay the beast. But he, he was just this fucking close and just couldn't do it. Right. And that has old school wrestling to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's one thing that Walter is good at doing is making you believe that he, he can lose. And then next thing you know, boom he wins out of of nowhere nowhere. boom
3: it it, kind of reminds me a lot when you know when Brock Lesnar wrestles guys like AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan and Finn Balor how yes those guys lose but Mm. that loss doesn't hurt them them. it makes them because they took Lesnar to the limit you know what I'm saying and that's the same thing with Tyler Baden and Walter yeah yeah absolutely like you were
2: waiting for that to
3: maybe happen, and man. as the match went through, you were like, "It eh, could be." And that match is like, you know, you're at, at the edge of your seat, and you're like, "Yo, fucking Tyler Bate's gonna fucking do it!" Yeah. And then you're like, "No!" And, and that's why that's why you make that little jump. <laughs> it's and like then two and a at, half. at the end of the match, you know, Walter, you know, he he wins, but man, did that fucking crowd yeah. give uh, Tyler Bates a standing ovation? You know? Yeah. And that's coming in number three. Number two. Number two. First of all, one and two could be. It, it depends on preference here. Again. It could be. It could depends on preference. You could it. You could go either way. But coming in number two, Dale. Cole and Gargano take over New York. Okay. This match, uh, two out of three falls, dude. Um, we were there live. We were talking about it before, and I want Adam Cole to win, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I want Adam Cole to win, and they didn't give us that. But man, going back and you watch that match, it was a classic, and it could be match of the year. You know, obviously we have another match in mind, but. Mm-hmm. Whew. Um, you know, Gargano and, and Cole for a, a feud that it was an unexpected feud that we didn't think that we needed and we didn't think we want. Jesus Christ, they overexceeded in yeah. every single match that they've done. And anytime they're in, in the ring together, you know, you're going to get a fucking great match.
1: Right, right. It, it was great being there. Um, man, the crowd... This kept go oh, 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 oh man. Go back and rewatch that. It was so so funny. When Undisputed Era comes out and tries to save Adam Cole at the end, especially. Um I was on the opposite end. I wanted Johnny Gargano to win, uh just because I, I had a feeling, you know, he was gonna beat Chomp anyway. Um, you know. Uh it it was just like Mario said and like we've been saying throughout this podcast, the feud we didn't know that we needed. Mm hmm. And we did need it. It was the best thing this year, in my opinion.
3: All right. Coming into number one. Number one. You ready? You ready? What could possibly be number one that, hey. that uh you know, Drum roll. didn't make Colin Gargano one the, the one? the Hell in the Cell. The
2: Hell in the Cell. Ric Flair in the ice.
3: Fandango. <laughs> best of the Super Juniors final. Shingo Tataki. And Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. Um, go yep. back and watch this match, dude. <laughs> this is one of these matches, hard hitting, strong style. Um, and Will Ospreay's a guy that we've been praising throughout the whole show. You know, there's uh, there's other matches on this list that has Will Ospreay's as honorable mention, and you know. This guy's just had been having a Kenny Omega like year. And Shingo Takaki, number two in our breakout stars list. A guy that, you know, started out in Drag, you know, he had a, a majority of his career in Dragon Gate, comes to New Japan last year, and this guy's a star in uh L.I.J. And sometimes he even outshines a little bit uh Tatooine Naito. And this match was incredible, and I just loved it a little bit more than Colin gargano one but uh you know one or two you could swap either one it doesn't really matter this is just our loop you, you but... get to
2: see what people watch if you're a WWE person then you're gonna pick uh Colin uh, gargano mm. if you're more of a everything wrestler then you're gonna go with
1: the one we're talking about
2: now mm. but again it's all preferences
3: uh
1: Sam how yeah much. it was absolutely freaking awesome match um freaking... th- I was gonna say phenomenal again I had to stop okay. myself AJ Styles I know right um, man, uh, Will osprey has definitely stepped up this last year, and it I feel like it started with this match here. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I mean she he, he did definitely have a a good career. He had some great matches before this, but uh, man, this match I feel like holy shit! It was like it was one of those matches where everybody was talking about yeah. after this. You know, it was trending for a while. It was like yo, you got to watch this match. You got to watch mm-hmm, this match. Mm-hmm. Even people that don't even watch New Japan product like. You got to watch this match. Uh, shout out to my boy Kev. He's like a casual New Japan fan. Mm-hmm. I call him a casual smart fan because he knows what's going on, but he just doesn't stay with all these uh, promotions, right? right? He signed up on the uh, New Japan World just to watch this match. Yeah. And he missed the whole best of Super Ju- Juniors. And he had a different opinion. He His match that stood out was Dustin and Cody. But then when he watched this match, I'm like, ah, I think I'm going to yeah. change my opinion a little <laughs> yeah. bit here. Yeah. But um, listen, I'm not going to go through down the list because the list is insane how many matches out here. Give me play. two. Okay, uh, I'll give you some WWE matches so Bye. people won't think that we're shitting on WWE. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one match that I praised a lot this year was AJ Styles, Seth Rollins from Money in the Bank. Yes. This was one of their best WWE produced matches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the match that recently happened that got a lot of mixed uh, feelings about it but you gotta give them credit for putting their bodies on line. That's Moxley and Omega. You know, Moxley's yeah. a guy that yeah, yeah, yeah. that he was an, honorable, yeah, th- it was an honorable mention but mm-hmm. This guy has been having a great post WWE career. Um, you also he, got halftime. He, he just got the Sports Illustrated Wrestler of the Year, Moxley Day. You got halftime heat. The three on three. Mm-hmm. That was a great match during the Super Bowl. It was actually better than the Super Bowl in general. Yeah. Um, there what? were so many matches on here, and you know, not we've been shitting on Ring of Honor throughout the whole show, but I'll give Ring of Honor praise here. Back earlier this year at the 17th anniversary show, mm-hmm. Jay Lethal and Matt Taven put a 60-minute Broadway that was underlooked by a lot of people because people were in tune with the Ring of Honor product, mm-hmm. and that was a great match. So there were so many matches this year that were just simply amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah they were. Absolutely. This was probably the best year for wrestling in recent memory and in, in the whole decade when you think about it. With the emergence of AEW, New Japan still doing their thing. You know, Ring of Honor kind of shit in the bed there, but, you know, they're still putting out a product, you know, so they're still putting out, you know, wrestling matches. MLW's I- on the come up. Impact mm-hmm. on the come up again. And, you know, WWE just being that force to be re- reckoned with, with NXT moving to USA. You got NXT UK over there. And, uh, you know, Raw S- and SmackDown moving to Fox. That was a huge move for them, too. So 2020 looks like it could be quite possibly one of the best years in pro wrestling. Ever, and yes. I'm gonna keep my expectations high. You know what I mean.
3: And I will agree with you on that, brother. Yeah. Keep,
1: keep him like 12. Jeff Hardy high.
3: No. After a long three hours, this was the 2019 <sighs> Lucci. Three hours and five minutes, bro. You know, every year the Lucci is a long show, bro. You I like know it though. That. I like it though. It, it was was good. good. We got a lot of stuff. We downpacked uh, a lot of great man, uh, matches great moments hilarious moments who played themselves the most mm-hmm. um, this is our final show of 2019 so uh, let's give our final thoughts here let's start with uh, let's start with Leo so with Sam you always start with me we're starting okay. with you no problem
2: thank you for being with us on the Luchies 2019 we want to take. No, mentira. <laughs> I want to take the time to thank all of our top fans. This is a good thing that Facebook does when people are on the chat with us, uh, and they share the videos and they like it and they comment. Uh, Facebook actually lets us know who the top top chat people are and who the top fans are. So I'm just going to go through a couple of them. Uh, you have X uh, Richard Beecher, Sid Puller the uh, Third, Keith uh, Havens. Teti Chavez, J- Jessica Nicole, Frank Guzman Jr., uh, Jessica Hoffman, friend of the show, uh, Gabriel Padro, she better be up there, uh, <laughs> Kenneth Dinkins, Daniel Cummings, Chris Brown, Chris Wren, uh, Sandy Skeet, uh, and uh, Todd Smith. You have all those people that are top fans for us. Guys, you have to share the video. You have to let the people know that we are here. We try to do this weekly. But, you know, uh, there's the stuff that sometimes, comes in sometimes the way.
3: Sometimes shit happens. And, but we, we try to put on a show, man. Yeah. We still try to put on a show.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Jamie Sammons is on there. Uh, but, guys, again, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Uh, thank you for everything that you guys have done for us in uh, 2019. And 2020 is going to be crazier. Sam. Somewhat.
1: Making your Lucci's debut this year, brother. Yeah, man. I just got to thank you guys for letting me on. <sighs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Letting me on the show to rock with you guys this year, you know. Um. I'm sorry. Okay. It's been, it's Sam. been a fun year. Me and you've been to a bunch of shows. Uh, yeah, I know. know we have. We have. <laughs> Hopefully, Leo will come to some more I'm shows trying. next this next year.
2: I'm going to Richfield Park, by the way. I haven't told you yet. I'm going to Richfield Park. Did you buy
1: a ticket? No, I just got to find it, the babysitter. Like, of course Go not. I'm going. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, i like to thank everybody that uh, has embraced me. You know, me showing up on the show. They
2: haven't embraced you. They asked for you why you never come here.
1: <laughs> Shut up, Leo. Uh, me showing up on the show and uh, you guys taking to me so well. I really appreciate you. Anybody that's ever shared a video, liked the post. Thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate all of you. You know, we're going to have a great 2020. And, uh, you know, Love you guys, man. Y'all have a good, good New Year. Nothing oh, but prosperity. I feel like what?
3: at some because it's become a, like a trending thing with you on this show where you say "Shut up, Leo." I feel like we need to chop that up and <laughs> make that a drop <laughs> every time Leo says something. Okay, hold, 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 just
2: on. hit it. Hold <laughs> on. Stay real quiet. Go ahead, Sam.
1: I should say it. All right, hold That's on. The pause. Shut up, Leo. Hey, he's a little. Omph. No, no, no. A little, no, little more. No, more no, oh, no, I shut like, up, Leo. Oh that.
3: nah, that seems a little no, bit. Th- oh, yeah. I, I like the first one. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. There you go. All right, All right. Um, man. Uh, this show has helped me out and emotionally, mentally, and so many different things. This 2019 has been a terrible year for me in many different aspects, and I think some people that that know us and watch the show and listen to us know what I'm talking about. But you know, things are starting to change for me. Uh, I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we're almost there, baby. We're almost there. Uh, fucking um whoa my my dad got to be cancer so that is a great thing mm-hmm. um Amen. and uh, I just want to thank all you guys everybody that that tunes in every single week uh you know Facebook live listen to the podcast version all the people that I, I bump into shows whatever Like, listen. I don't just talk to anybody. So I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like, if you're fucking annoying, I'm gonna be very short with you and keep it moving. <laughs> that's just me. Sam on the head, he might entertain you for a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. not. But, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, everybody that I do see, uh, you know, we have great conversations, and th- that's what wrestling's about. And one thing I I, uh, I like to. Uh, Bash is like the negativity in wrestling community and the wrestling shitty fan wrestling base. fans and I don't fuck with that shit. Like if you're a, re- a shitty wrestling fan or if you're always trying to be negative or whatever or the entitlement bullshit, like I'm just not even gonna entertain you. Like that, that's just the way I am. Um, Leo, we've been doing this for fucking three years, dude. And yeah, man, don't tell my wife like I said last time. <laughs> this show wouldn't happen um (laughs) without you as crazy as it sounds and i'm putting leo over here thank you um also i will say this and i can't believe our our visual department i can't believe i'm saying this but (laughs) compared to last year i think leo this might shock you too sam yeah Leo has been more invested in the show this year than last year, so that says a lot. I'm,
2: I'm always invested. Shut up! But now we're getting more visual stuff. Shut up, Leo. <laughs> hey, your show starts at six a.m. here, so I get to miss most of the live shows. But I always they're always enjoyable. Our boy Antonio Tobio, he's
3: on the other side of the thank world. Thank you, Antonio. Um, and I gotta thank Sam. This guy, I told you, you know, from the earlier days when you first started doing the podcast with us, you know, you were kind of like uh, self conscious about yourself. You're like, I don't think of that. I'm like, dude. Trust me, yeah, you same. added new life to this show. We just you need you really to be a little did. bit more. Thank you. Man. Like it's terrible. It's don't terrible, listen. Don't gosh. don't listen to him. I never do. Anyway. I cannot. You've I can't added new terrible. life. <laughs> Disco, shut the fuck up, because you're not funny. I've been quiet the listen, whole time, and you need to stay that way, because you already bossed yourself earlier. It's terrible. You added new life to this show, and this show can't continue evolving if you wouldn't have had join the show
1: thank you man i appreciate that. so
3: i want to thank you for joining the show um and just thank everybody that you know that we see uh you know you mentioned daniel cummings and and teddy uh teddy's from rest friends out in chicago Mm -hmm. danielle's from the hill mark so when i go to chicago do you get to meet them i mean if you do i'm trying that's all i could do is try you're not going (laughs) um but that's our 2019 this is the Cheese. Um, I hope everybody has a, a happy new year, and we do have some fun things um coming into twenty twenty. Let them know. Yeah, go ahead, and share share with the people.
2: I don't want to do. They oh. got to follow our page. I have Lucha outsiders everywhere.
3: There you go. Okay. I like
2: that. Some <laughs> new, some news will be dropping,
3: <laughs> and we'll be doing a show next week. So we we'll are? be covering Wrestle Kingdom. So we can talk about it. We'll be covering some of the indie events that I I attend well, on Saturday. What are we gonna talk about?
1: They'll find out next week. And,
3: okay. and Sam will not be joining us here, but he will be oh, on the show, on. right, Sam?
1: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Starting we'll out the year like Brock Lesnar. Uh, well, I'm actually gonna be on the show just at an undisclosed location. Carmen Rosario, Florida here. Send us some of that heat from over there.
2: Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, put the music. put the music.
1: Are you gonna shut up? Okay. <laughs> what
3: a long
2: fucking show. Yeah, man, I'm
1: hungry.
3: <laughs> You're
1: always hungry though. Oh uh, yeah, you know. You know. Boys gotta eat, you know what
3: I'm saying? You got to (laughs) eat. You got to (laughs) eat. Oh, man. What an incredible year. What an incredible 2019 of professional wrestling. Listen, if you don't watch a certain product, it's okay. You don't have to watch it. But don't bash people that watch that product. I know there's WWE Marks out there just as bad as AW Marks. I think everything they do is great. Yeah. It's okay to be critical on certain things. There's nothing wrong with that. Just enjoy all wrestling. I love all wrestling.
2: That's all. That's all you have to learn and know. Gabriel Prado, have a happy New Year. Sophie Reyes, Jessica Hoffman, Chris Ren, Antonio Tovio Carmen Rosario. Everybody saying have a happy New Year.
3: Also, let me thank the. He just
1: waved. <laughs> he just.
3: Oh my God. Let me also thank the people that actually to, stayed on the chat for the last three hours. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you guys so much. That support right that, that, there, that's we really brutal. appreciate you.
3: That is some brutal
1: shit right there. I
3: know. Thank Leo
2: for staying on for the three hours. I didn't. I didn't go away. I didn't go to the bathroom. I didn't go upstairs to check the children. We had to kick the dog out at the beginning. He started barking, going crazy. At the beginning gave of the away show. way, the, the
3: tag. You can Yeah, you
2: spoiled award. that. I'm sorry. Come on,
1: man.
3: you. So you kind of had to make.
1: Oh, you know, kind of. They call me the spoiler. Now you're the spoiler. <laughs> oh. yeah, but, yeah, but you do it every day. I do it and, once a year. And
3: Sam, <laughs> and Sam comes with the ultimate comeback. He's been writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam comes out with the ultimate comeback.
2: Uh, guys, remember, you can go and get your Lucha gear at luchaoutsiders.com, which is going to be up in a couple of days, but it's okay. Just follow us everywhere at Lucha Outsiders. For Shofu
3: Goleo. Yeah. For Sammy Suplex. I'm your truly misrated R. Keep it rated R and have a happy new year and stay too sweet.
4: Goodbye. And
2: good night, Ben. La puta madre que te parió. Hijo de la remil puta.